0: simpsons index an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast this is the podcast coming to you from SideQuest. i'm gonna start that again why did i have to think about that <laughs> coming to you from SideQuest studios this is the simpsons index episode 213 hello out there i'm your host elliot j o'neill and joining me here as always except when he's not is bt calloway
1: Ahoy, hoy.
0: And joining us from beautiful, sunny, funny Queensland is Diana Green.
1: Hey, I'm glad
0: that I didn't mess up my intro like you did. (laughs) (laughs) Great, now I can't edit that out because you referenced it. (laughs) You put in
1: the deleted scenes. It won't make sense for four hours. (laughs)
0: Mm. But yes, thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index. Of course, it's a podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there is a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. Yeah, Diana, thank you for joining us again today. And yeah, long-time listeners will be very familiar with Mm. you and your voice, but uh, there's been a bit of an update uh, with what you've been up to since then, hasn't there?
1: Yeah, um, I've been actually putting good content on my YouTube channel instead of just whatever i felt like (laughs) so i
0: don't know hitman in clown outfit you know hilariously murdering people is pretty good that's great um
1: but until i get burned out i'm doing weekly reviews on youtube of just different games usually portable things because i i collect switch vita psp 3ds ds game boy advance and (laughs) gauge and i'm about to start game boy game boy color It's pretty much anything, RPGs. I've done, like, all the PSP Grand Theft Autos. I'm Mm. doing some, like, old Game Boy Final Fantasy spin-offs. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was really cool, especially uh, watching your N-Gage videos. Like, (laughs) because it's a console that I only know. Everyone has heard
2: of and so few people have any experience with.
0: To actually see what it looked like and how it played. And that it ran Tony Hawk's Pro Skater at a... Somewhat acceptable level. The, the Tony Hawk one is probably the most impressive game on
1: the N Gage. Sure. That and Tomb Raider 1 got really good ports, but mm. most of it is Game Boy Advance ports. Yeah, because the Game Boy Advance was out at the same time. Mm. So you get Sonic Advance, but it's called Sonic N. And <laughs> the screen on the N Gage is so small that. It actually gives you a letterbox option so you can make the screen even smaller just to see (laughs) what's ahead of you, like four pixels. Yeah. Yeah, no, the N-Gage is a... It's a disappointment, but an amazing disappointment. A cubic failure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a wild curiosity, like a portable console where you have to take the battery out to put the game cartridge in. And you need a SIM card to use it. How how did it fail? Like, seriously? (laughs) (laughs) With features like that. Oh, my God. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, really been enjoying your videos up on YouTube, and yeah, it's just great to see you carving out like a really uh, specific niche like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no one's reviewing the shit that you do, so and you do it, yeah, wonderfully. Great production values. Yeah, and now, I'm just-
1: glad because um, it gives me a reason to live. <laughs> 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 no, it, it's been really nice. I have been, I have got like a giant bookshelf of games that no one cares about, and I can actually put mm. them to use.
0: No, absolutely. And, you know, much like I did five or so years ago with, what do I do with fucking all this knowledge of watching, uh, <laughs> at that time, 27 years of The Simpsons. but <laughs> <laughs>
2: Only 27? Were we ever that young?
0: Oh, the, the, the halcyon days and all that mm. such. But anyway, yeah, so today we just watched Season 22, Episode 10, Moms I'd Like to Forget. <sighs> that title already? <laughs> Sucks! Sucks! First released in January of 2011, it was directed by Chris Clemens, written by Brian Kelly, in this episode. Bart discovers that he shares a curious sword scar with a fifth grader, but it turns out that this dates back to when Mom, uh, Marge, Mom, slip, uh, when Marge <laughs> used to have a group of friends that, and then uh, all their children all share the same scar and they dig into how that happened and Marge uh, gets a social life. Anyway, it's a bit confused, there's a lot going on. But I turn it to you two. Mm -hmm. What did y'all think? I didn't hate it.
1: I will struggle to
2: remember this tomorrow. (laughs) So this is going to be a tough one because I don't have a lot to say, despite a full page of notes. It exists. That's certainly true.
1: I actually, I kind of liked it. If I go into it knowing that the first third is terrible, and then I ignore the A plot and just focus on the B plot. It was kind of all right.
0: What's the A-plot and the B-plot from your perspective then?
1: A-plot is whatever Bart did, B-plot was Marge's whole side of it. Mm. Marge had the best moments, easily, and there were quite a few of them, and I wrote down quite a few, and I actually laughed at one, and then my partner asked if that was a pity laugh or if it was actually a funny joke that (laughs) happened. (laughs) But yeah, there were good moments. Spoilers, it wasn't a good episode, but it had Mm. more good moments than I expected for season 22.
0: Yeah, well, I go to bat for season 22, and it is among the higher ranking of the HD era seasons. Mm. Like, 22 is always the one, with 20 as well, where I say, you know what, these are where the best episodes of the modern era are. And this is one that I remembered fondly. Watching it today, I don't know that I feel as fond, and... For that reason I think it might have been a bit more disappointing than if I went into it without the critical lens. Yeah. So, I'm really yeah, keen to get stuck in and, you know, figure out if this episode, you know, is any okay. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle to use the Do word Do this good. ep be good? <laughs> <laughs> Me review ep good. But anyway, <laughs> BT, we'll start out with you. For better or worse, what's a moment from this episode that stands out to you?
2: I like the couch gag. The couch getting up in the morning and going to work and, you know, saying goodbye to its family and then just being, ah, yeah. that was nice.
0: I did have a huge pop for him reading the paper about the Ottoman Empire falling. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. Not bad.
2: Yeah. But look, it's got a long intro. It's got a reasonably long couch gag and there are two long, Bart fantasy montages should tell you how much material they had for this one. And the fact that I'm also referencing the couch gag as the thing that stood out to me. <laughs>
0: No, absolutely. Yeah, now that you mention that, it sucks that they had such a long intro because I thought... Yeah, Yeah, there's
2: there's more to be pulled from this episode.
0: Yeah, I think this episode's biggest sin is that it didn't dig in harder. Also, that it told bad jokes. Um, Diana, how about you? What stands out to you from this episode, for better or worse?
1: I liked the two different books Homer was reading in bed. Did you see them? Spectacular. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. Yeah, they were great. I think the jokes that with the sudoku one the joke he actually said was all right but i think with the crossword joke book it was just you know a slightly extra beat but still it was fine
0: yeah i agree with that yeah the mumbling and reading it out because we actually had a similar thing with agnes skinner's site joke where it's just like she's got to read my bingo strategies and it's like yeah it's all about luck and yeah this one being already solved crossword puzzles and sudoku number ideas Ooh, yeah. three.
2: <laughs> yeah, just like him saying, oh, three is very good. But yeah, he didn't need him going there going, rambling on. It's just the visual was funny enough of just already solved crosswords.
1: Yeah. In fact, in my notes, I write down a lot of jokes that I kind of like, and then I put down extra beat. Mm. Most of the good material went on too long, but yeah, that's better than doing nothing with 22 minutes.
2: It's better than telling awful jokes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, what stands out to me? I'm just going to mention it here because I think we can just sort of get the C story of this episode done very quickly. Homer doing his taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Man, uh, I like the concept of this joke, but he shouldn't have been holding all that stuff as he walked into the room. I didn't
1: mind that. I hated him actually doing it and pulling out the file cabinet thing.
0: Yeah, I think I would have liked that if they structured it so it was a bit more of like a pullback and reveal. Mm-hmm. Like it was close on him on the toilet and then, oh, there's a filing cabinet. I don't know. Again, a lot like a lot of this episode, core concept, fine. Execution, yeah. lacking.
1: What was the actual C story?
0: <laughs> uh, the C story. Homer having to hang out with the husbands. Yeah. <laughs> I really like this. And of course, we've all been in this situation where we've been, you know, forced to hang out in a group where we're yeah. not quite clicking. Yep,
2: but circumstances landed you there, and you're stuck there for the duration.
0: Yeah, and just for what? Yeah, whatever reason, it's not happening. There's no energy there, and yeah, in an episode that needed more of its material dug into. I liked that this one took its time, and I like that Mm. there was such awkwardness about it. And I genuinely like that Homer wasn't the... uh, What's the word I'm looking for?
2: He wasn't like jerk-ass Homer, and he wasn't being the problem there. The problem was that they weren't getting along. And he was genuinely trying. He's like, ah, does anyone want a beer? And there's like, everything you say is asinine.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I liked it. You know,
1: it it was relatable. (laughs) And it's one of those things where... I thought every time they went back to the well, it would have been worse, but they kept Mm. it like brief enough each time that I didn't mind. Like at the very end of it, Marge is basically saying that she didn't want to break it up because Homer was so happy with them. That was fine. The extra beat with Flanders was not great, but Mm. all those guys, every time you see them, it was fine. It, It came back enough times and for short enough intervals that I didn't mind it.
0: Yeah, it's almost a shame that we didn't hear more from, like, the other two in the group. It was just mostly Homer and that blonde and dude guy. snipping.
2: And it would have been kind of nice to get a scene between Homer and Marge where she's all, like, gushing about how great a time she had with these ladies. Like, how did, did you guys have fun? He's like, yeah, sure, sweetie. I had a great time. Just trying to spare her feelings because yeah, part of what they don't dig into is Marge getting something out of this and the rest of the family not. But, um, mm. yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh... Sorry, I think that COVID booster is affecting me way more today than I thought it would. I am like... You
2: do seem I- a little spottier than usual, bro.
0: <laughs> anyway, so wackiness. Was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons?
2: I wrote down some whack the beginning where the dodgeball goes off after ricocheting off uh, someone's head and it just, it just stays up there for ages before mm. it climactically comes down and gets
0: caught. Where did the fourth graders get funding to, you know, preemptively buy all their championship merch?
2: Schools just get funding for all kinds of sport, man.
0: Fair enough, mm-hmm. but yeah, there was a bit of wackiness, of course. We sort of alluded to before with the Bart fantasy dodgeball sequence. how did, How did we like how that one played out?
1: Do kids really play dodgeball as much as TV makes it seem? Because I must have been out of the loop.
0: Yeah, I've thought. I was thinking about this. Like, I remember, like at school, we used to play a sort of dodgeball called kickball. Not no, not kickball ball even. Ball. Yeah, it might have been called that, but it was more not throwing the ball anywhere. You yeah. had to aim for under people's knees. Because I remember, yeah. like, vaguely, one of the rules was if you get above the knee, you're out, or mm. something to yeah. that effect.
2: Just to avoid kids pegging the ball at each other's heads. Yeah. Now, this whole sequence, I think, had a really big missed comedy moment where, you know, he's fantasizing about, you know, getting crowned mayor and getting to ring the bell at um, uh, the Stock, Stock exchange, exchange and all these kind of things for getting, you know, the final kid out in dodgeball. And then he has the superhero fantasy of flying into space and there's a giant dodgeball comet coming for Earth. And what I wanted was for him to dodge out of the way instead of catching it and throwing it back, because that's what you do in dodgeball. But no, he you just catches catch in it. in dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, it's not the he's supposed to dodge and then it's meant to hit the earth and he's meant to have one of those anti fantasies that the Simpsons have so often in the early days. I don't know, mm. that's what I wanted.
0: Yeah, by the time we're getting out into space, I was like, uh, this sequence gone a bit meh and like mm-hmm. oh he's in Egypt and he's threw the dodgeball at the Sphinx, that's why it doesn't have a nose. Mm. Yeah, Look, We
2: already know from Aladdin why it doesn't have a nose. We've covered this.
0: Because The what? flying
2: carpet distracted the sculptor Elliot during oh, a whole Shit. new world. God, pay attention to history.
0: Well, I couldn't see it because my eyes were welling up because that was a beautiful scene in that wonderful movie. Nerd.
1: <laughs> well, when you do the Disney index, you'll have Nerd. to talk about that.
0: We kind Nerd. of are actually already doing the Disney Nerd. index, we? are
1: <laughs> starting with The Simpsons, and once you finally run yeah. out of material, you'll have to cover everything yeah. Disney owns, so yeah, you'll be did, done in no time.
2: <laughs> did this Lion King feel like an episode of The Simpsons?
1: <laughs> did this lion king reboot feel like the lion king
0: yeah. oh
2: jerk ass mufasa
0: already went on a fucking huge rant about that last episode and i will continue in this no um the other bart fantasy of course yeah milhouse mentions the jets versus the sharks or something mm-hmm. like yeah, that. that sucked oh i liked this uh- <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's obvious that's where it was going, but Mm. I don't know, to me, even the extended bit where it's like going the Jets football team, which I assume is a thing. Yeah, I kind of popped for it. Yeah,
2: of the two fantasies, this was probably the better, but the fact that it was the second one, it was like, okay, you guys ran short, didn't you?
0: Yeah, you do sort of notice when it piles up.
1: I thought the second one went on way too long because the concept of it, like it's obvious and you could do five seconds and it would make sense, but just stretching it out didn't work. Yeah. I don't know. At least the first fantasy, it had slightly different material every five seconds.
0: No, that's true. Like, it was at least moving and changing. I'll pay that. But I think this can sort of be all wrapped up into, yeah, what you were saying before, Diana, is this first act is not quite good. Mm -hmm. And the building of the hatred between the fourth and the fifth graders, like.
2: Doesn't pay off. Doesn't go anywhere. Not even the point.
0: Yeah. And that they spend so long on it and that they extend it to the. Teacher's Lounge bar brawl scene? What do we think of this?
2: I mean, I liked it, especially with you know Skinner playing piano. I mean, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but hey, I'll take it.
1: That's
0: I think I just all I liked... say. Yeah,
2: I think yeah. I just like Western bar brawls in general.
0: Yeah, so that's it. I liked it in isolation, but in the context of this episode, I'm like, yeah, you're taking time away, and this isn't the fourth and the fifth graders anymore. This is the entire teaching staff. It doesn't really make sense. Mm. Yeah, but any other wackiness from this episode stand out to you,
1: There was Ralph being dropped on his head.
0: Oh, boy. Obvious joke
1: and not a good joke, but they went there. And on a similar note, something else that was also, you know, you probably shouldn't have done is the whole Skype thing with Mo. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded it if they didn't, like, save a specific issue that Mo had if it was just like, oh, sometimes, you know, I'm just like that. Because it's a running gag that Mo is always always looks unphotogenic. So if they just had mm. a glitch out once, it didn't draw attention to it. It might have been fine, but
2: didn't say, "Oh, exactly. that's my Bell's palsy acting up again." Uh, yeah,
0: I all, all of a sudden have this affliction only
1: mm. when I say I do.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I hate this joke as well because they set it up with like the. The screen sort of tearing as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're totally led to believe that this is a computer problem yep. and then that it's just Mo. It's like, well, he couldn't do that. This doesn't make sense in the context of the joke. And mm-hmm. also, don't do this joke.
1: Yeah. Well, his magical bar rag gave him the ability <laughs> to wall yeah. space around him. <laughs>
2: Always forget about that
0: magical
1: rag. How <sighs> could you? It's the second best episode after that 90s show. <laughs>
0: Hot takes. Well, yeah, look, there is a fair amount of wackiness in this episode to go over. For for expediency, let's jump to the heart. What did we think about the heart in this episode? The emotional core.
1: There were attempted moments. Yeah. Yeah. There are concepts. They weren't done, but I do like the idea that... Um, yeah marge is happy and she doesn't just want to give it up because you know bart was being a piece of shit i'm sure a lot of parents have been through that situation
0: yeah because like i imagine because like parents are forced to sort of hang together because yeah their Mm. kids happen to go to the same school that's a funny concept what if when the kids break up what if when the kids stop like liking each other that's funny.
2: That was my other kind of gripe on this, is like, okay, Marge just hangs out with those women. That's fine. The kids don't have to hang out together. Why would they?
0: If they have to, that's how it works. Yeah. Well, that's but sort what? of what I hate about the heart of this episode as well. That like like once they finally get the four of them together, mm. Bart has this wonderful time. They're doing all extreme sports together, and he's like got that hungover giddy joy the next day. And then all of a sudden Marge goes, Oh, we're hanging out again, and he's like, Oh, great. And yeah. he just turns on nothing. Absolutely nothing.
2: Yeah, I mean, even when they were having fun, he did have a moment of, huh, and it's like, but why? Like, you haven't explained, I, I think they needed to dig into that way more, especially like, it could be as simple as when they jumped out of the treehouse on their skateboards, he actually gets hurt, and they just laugh at him for it, and he's like, you know, huh. they're too much, even for him. There's something there, but it just doesn't. So. Well,
1: when Bart jumped out of a treehouse, he did die, and it was all a death dream. <laughs> Ah, yeah. a good old death
0: dream. And yeah.
1: Homer also had a death dream when he exploded in the garage. So oh, that's
0: right, that scene. This is an
1: undeniably two people died in this episode.
0: Yeah. That
2: <laughs> yeah. had a shared fantasy of the rest of the series.
0: Really should have pinched that bit from Shut Up and Take My Podcast and had, yeah, the running death count in these episodes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, God, that fireworks scene. Apparently it was uh, cut in the UK. It sort of... It's mentioned on, you know, in my research, there wasn't anything to back it up, but can you guys guess the other moment that was cut from this episode in certain areas?
2: Uh, all the ladies making out with each other mm. for literally no reason.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: I'm guessing that, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yep, like because especially back then when this was airing, this was still part of the Fox network. Mm. And yeah, lots of affiliates in America were not happy with this scene and cut it right out.
1: See, I wasn't expecting you to say America, I was expecting yeah. like other countries like... I
2: know,
0: Dubai you know, or
1: gone something? Or... Yeah, somewhere with more restrictive <laughs> laws in place. So I now, imagine
0: they did as well. Probably,
1: yeah. but... The fact that it happened in some parts of America it's funny considering just how common it is for sexualization like that to make it through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, especially with yeah, the sexualization of lesbians and like this felt like that to me. It felt very mm-hmm. male gazy and this is just happening like, because, oh, now let's see these women making out. I would have liked it if the guys did the same thing once Homer went over to Flanders. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah, would we, have gotten some balance. Finally, that awkward fat fucks out of here. Let's go, yeah. boys. That's why they were so upset. They kept yeah. wanting to make out, and
1: it makes way more sense.
0: Oh, damn, Diana! Already with the fucking excellent punch ups, and we're not yeah. even up to the what would you change yet. <laughs> but yeah, what about more about yeah, Marge's heart in this uh, episode?
2: Look, the heart bit they're going for is you know all the other mothers are like well, yours was always the bad seed or the bad apple. And they've kind of covered this before in, you know, the tree lizard episode where, yeah, he's a bad kid, but she loves him anyway. And it's just, here it's just so quick and done. And it's like, oh, like we're finished? All right, cool, bye. Yeah,
1: plus, if Hugo wasn't trapped in the attic, he would be the good one in the group. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true.
1: But now I kind of liked, in execution, most of the episode was terrible, but I do like a lot of the moments Marge got, or yeah. at least... Yeah, I, I liked her being happy. That almost never happens, mm. especially in modern episodes. Oh, yeah. I like seeing Marge be happy and happy to drink without it being an episode about Homer ruining her life. Mm. And yeah. she genuinely had some good moments. Like, it is a very dated 2011 moment that I did like, that she was like, you know, being out on a Tuesday, what am I, Charlie Sheen? If you take out <laughs> the Charlie Sheen bit, that joke would still
0: hold up. Yeah.
2: Or yeah. go someone even older just to really kind of... Yeah. You are my Hugh
0: Hefner? I, I don't know. What am I, Fred Astaire?
1: Yeah. No, like, I'm sure a lot of, like, I've been in those situations where, like, I'm working on Wednesday and I don't want to just be out on Tuesday. I'm like, God, can mm. I just be home right now, please? Mm. So, yeah, I like that. Marge was good. All, like, six minutes of Marge were good. It's just for rest of the episode, wasn't?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It's yeah, legitimately fun seeing her have fun, and like I liked that scene where they were out at dinner, and she was having trouble disconnecting from like her usual routine, and like mm. she's cutting up her chicken into bite sized pieces, and I, I even like the um, the into the brain scene, the
2: brain diagram, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> repressed rage like even though that's kind of a bit of a dark uh, turn like Mm. yeah the idea that yeah that was replaced finally with a social life and but still keeping room for the supermarket map kids schedule and car maintenance uh, updates still a mom wonder what my brain looks like for that probably that huge part for simpsons another big part for video games part and right now,
1: COVID vaccine.
0: Oh god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Pfizer's just coursing through my brain, and it's great. Yep. I can't wait to get a fourth dose, actually.
2: That microchip just sitting in there on your brain pan. <laughs> I'm yeah, up to
0: fifteen G. Yeah, you
1: get great reception. Just
0: <laughs> yeah, this Zoom call is being fucking mm-hmm. yeah stellar at the moment. Without
2: a computer, it's bizarre.
0: <laughs> Coming to you live from Elliot's brain. This is there. <laughs> Ah, wonderful. Uh, But ultimately, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Are the characters behaving like themselves? How's the integrity?
2: Yeah, characters are fine. The bones of a Simpsons story is here. It just doesn't quite pull together the way it should. Yeah. But I wouldn't say there's any massive breaks.
1: This feels like The Simpsons. uh, It doesn't feel like the best Simpsons, but it feels like The Simpsons. No one's really out of character.
0: Yeah, for me, this is just one where the show's off. Like... Because, yeah, I love the skeleton of this episode, to be honest. Mm. I think the core structure and ideas are solid, but the material just doesn't live up to it. Agreed. Yeah, that's pretty cut and dry. But yes or no, would you watch it again?
1: Nah. I would. Yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was expecting to not like this episode... Because I had forgotten... I've seen this episode before. I was still watching at season 22. I was Mm -hmm. watching until like 25, 26. And my very first note was, oh yeah, I vaguely remember this. But just by seeing the thumbnail and then it just says, never mind, I don't. (laughs) Because it
3: was, (laughs)
1: like, it is a forgettable episode. But the core skeleton has enough good moments. You know, there's a little meat on that bone. Just a little. And I, I just like seeing Marge be happy. She never gets that. Mm. yeah yeah this is like it's not a great episode but there's so few episodes where marge has any kind of agency
2: yeah it was really marge centric ones
1: yeah it yeah. was marge centric for like the five minutes she got on screen
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like you're saying that just yeah it makes me think it's just it's so annoying that this wasn't more pulled into focus and you could have really gotten rid of so much of the... Uh, like. Oh, sorry, that's getting into what would change.
2: I mean, we're, we're about there.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I want to watch this one again, actually. Uh... Because I felt let down by this episode on this one. And I know that I've seen this like five times at least in the past. You don't I've need to watch it anymore. You've
1: you filled your life quota of it. Yep. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> He's done his time.
0: Yeah, I think I do want to watch it again because this is one that I've put on willingly and I want to know why. What was past Elliot thinking? Mm.
1: I think you were too high.
0: Yeah, probably. (laughs) But now I'm high on vaccine. But yeah, what would we like to change? BT, we'll start with you. What would you like to change about, Mums I'd Like to Forget?
2: Alright, so it's like a rainy day or something and Bart and Lisa are roughhousing and chasing each other through the house and someone knocks over a bookshelf and a photo album comes tumbling out and they're like oh wait when was this photo taken we're hanging out with other mm. kids mom looks like she's happy who are these people and they ask marge about it, and she's like oh we used to hang out with them i don't remember why we stopped hanging out we should go hang out with them again so then they start hanging out yada yada yada. same kind of plot beats but then they bring in the idea that oh but your boy's the troublemaker ours are all innocent and they bring that in at the halfway point so we have some actual conflict running through this and then have a balance between, you know, Marge trying to prove, no, my son's a good kid, and then Bart trying to prove it as well. So maybe there's a bit of, you know, framing going on, all the kinds of things that would be his idea come in. Meanwhile, he's kind of trapped in this mean friendship. And uh, I don't know where we go from there, but that's because no one's paying me. Uh, if you want a script, that's the that costs. Baby, the <laughs> finger thing means to pay me.
1: <laughs> it's good on, like, an audio podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, make sure you get, you're rubbing your fingers right into that yeah, microphone so we all hear. <laughs>
1: my, my fingers really aren't very loud. If you if you do a hundred dollar tier on Patreon, you get the video <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a script by beat. Apparently,
2: yeah, yeah. I will write you a script if someone pays a hundred dollars on
1: Patreon.
0: I don't know what for. <laughs> Diana, what would you like to change about this episode? Uh,
1: more Marge, uh, the dads kissing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess just I would like it if either they expand on the Bart stuff or mm-hmm. they just trim it down significantly because there's a Mm. lot of it but not much substance i guess also just more scenes of homer reading books that's all i need (laughs) yes i guess also definitely uh the first act just that Mm. whole first act needs to go just Mm. abandon it i don't think there was a single good joke in the first act and it was terrible that was what i expected Did from today sorry i think someone's dying above me yeah i don't know they're dragging a body that can be in the deleted scenes
0: (laughs) or on record in a court of law (laughs) yeah yeah on
2: a on a true crime podcast
0: (laughs) and wait for that day where we get called into court to fucking play back a podcast for admissible evidence (laughs) and
2: then we have to explain to a jury what jordan's anal corner means
1: yeah and (laughs) any substances you've consumed have been entirely legal
0: yes so
2: very... Le- a little too legal, if anything.
0: Uh, sorry, you were saying before... Yeah, before that. someone died upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The
1: whole first act was terrible. They should have shortened it. A lot of modern Simpsons have first acts that are pointless. Mm-hmm. I would rather they have a pointless, funny first act than this, because this sort of served the point, but it was so drawn out and not funny and... Like at least entertain me. If you mm. <laughs> like, do something. This was. Yeah. There was even a scene where. Um, Nelson was staring at Miss Kropopple's boobs, which... Yeah. Yeah, and she was happy about it.
0: Yeah,
2: he's like, oh, Wait, I just wanted to see if you were wearing a bra. And she's like, mm.
0: No, because, like, I liked that joke until they overstepped it as, mm. like, the cliche pouring of the Gatorade. And they're yeah. just going, I'm not even the coach. Like, There is no coach. Why didn't they end it with, ha-ha? Like, yeah. that's the one time I would have been, yeah, let's do the catchphrase humor.
2: I wanted to see if your nipples got hard out of that shirt, Miss Kropopple. That's what we went with instead.
0: Uh. Oh, Nelson.
1: There is probably no shortage of stories like that online.
0: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We are not doing that Simpsons Index. We are not reviewing your fanfic. (laughs) The Slash Fiction Index. I barely have the sanity to deal with (laughs) Simpsons actual That's what you'll actually go
1: to court for when you start talking about that. Oh, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, look, Beej, I think you brought up a good point with... Just get them to realise they haven't hung out with these people a long way in a different way. Because I think the one element of this episode that sucks that we haven't even dug Mm. into yet is this whole stupid mystery angle of it. Yeah. The mysterious scar, which, you know, looked good. I thought Mm -hmm. the way that they drew and animated all these kids' scars actually looked really good. And that was intriguing. But... There is no way that you're going to pay off this element of the story Mm. in a way that's going to be satisfying to the rest of the whole overarching thing. And the idea that it was intriguing or interesting Mm. really lost a lot of steam. And then you get to the end and it's like, oh, they set off fireworks and exploded comic book guy's sandwich.
2: But none of their parents will tell them how they got that scar. It's like, why? why? Yeah, you you set off some fireworks with your friends and a hors d'oeuvre sword landed on your hand.
0: And, yeah, and if it was a different angle, like, they're like, okay, this was a long time ago, but maybe Bart's changed or something like that, that they were coming at it from. There is just so many other different ways Mm. that...
2: And for that to be, like, the central gravity of this episode, that's the plot line, basically, to have such a dumb payoff is blah.
0: Well, the mums don't talk about it either. It's Mm. just like, why don't the kids have a scene where they're confronting, all four of them confronting all four mums? What happened? And it's just like... Uh, we'd rather not. Like, there's not that yeah. scene.
2: And then have them all argue about whose fault it actually was and then that's why they split up and then that's why no one wanted to talk about it. But even then, yeah. you would just say, oh, you hang out with some bad kid who set off a firework. Blah.
0: And yeah, I think if there was a more of a sense that like, because it sort of felt like it was always them three and Marge, where it's <sighs> like not that these four women all split off and all had a falling out because of this sort of thing. It's like, Marge getting in late and yes more dads making out <laughs> alright we are here Diana do you have any other notes of this episode you want to mention before we rank it yeah um,
1: the music teacher I don't know why she like what kind of music teacher would let kids sing a fucking diss track like that yeah. <laughs> a cool one
0: and oh, the, then it's sharing a common wall with the mm. fucking fifth graders who are like, oh no, they slandered us. Yeah. The
1: fifth graders we see all the time in Springfield Elementary.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: On the Homer book reading corner, I did like that he ripped out the bookmark of the Bible to put yes. it in his book. Like <laughs> Homer, Homer only had like four moments and they were all pretty decent.
0: Yeah, I think the only duds, yeah, was the Skype bit, but that was more about Mo and uh, the yeah. fireworks. Yeah, I agree. And
1: I wrote down, like, my favourite quote of Marge's, which was, like, she was talking about how she didn't want to stay at the beach, have a beach house, because sand makes me sad. They yeah. used to be big rocks. <laughs> I do not <Yes>. like that. <laughs> that is, like, the most Marge thing you've done.
0: Yeah, I love drunk Marge, and I even like this bit that Homer was like, Oh, look who's rolling in late and is a little bit sauced. I don't know. that. That's just a fun thing. And yeah, she wants to stay up and drunkenly babble nonsense. I thought and, it was cute.
1: Yeah. You know, I know there's been like 22 previous seasons that argue against this, but I still did like the whole Lisa in the comic book store joke. Mm. How she didn't like being there because it, it was too sexualizing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of liked that. It was pretty, pretty relevant. <laughs>
0: No, especially with that like the scantily clad woman figure strapped Mm. against a boulder. It was, yeah, very unsettling. BT, what about you? Do you have any other notes?
2: Yeah, I mean, there was a kind of a problem of, oh, that Scar Bart's had all this time. Let's talk about that. To be fair, they do pay it off with a joke when they go to talk to comic book guy and he's all like, I knew this day would come. I really thought it would happen much sooner. You really don't pay attention to yourself, do you?
0: You're really uncurious about your body, as the yeah, line. Yeah, I, I,
2: I chose not to phrase it that
0: way. <laughs> <laughs> it's ours.
2: Yes. I oh, know, that is all my notes.
0: And time for my final notes. Um, when Edna goes after the fifth grade teacher, she attacks him with like a freshly opened popcorn bag with the hot air coming out. Apparently, mm-hmm. that is really bad for you.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. You've never had to have your face replaced after opening up a bag of steaming popcorn directly into your own face.
0: Beads, people haven't had to have their face replaced as many times as you have.
2: Right, that's a me thing again.
0: That's a you thing. That's actually
1: why you have your beard. You've been hiding all these popcorn stars. (laughs) (laughs) It's a natural
2: protectant. The beard (laughs) wafts up with the hot air to protect your valuable face.
0: (laughs) I actually liked the handful of Groundskeeper Willy jokes in this episode. You know, I only took this job because I was cold and needed a shirt. Then, yeah, you go... Oh, I've got a scar, and no one's and it's not a big deal. That's just your belly button. I kind, I like this stupid joke. Well, I no did, one else but did. You did, buddy. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm blaming
1: it on the vaccine. <laughs> That's one yep. of the side effects they don't talk about. You like really bad jokes.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, let's see if uh, we can blame the vaccine on this one because I really liked. Marge is like, why are there so many peanut shells in the shower drain? Homer's like, I just like to wake up with that fresh-from-the-circus feeling.
1: I kind of like to. See, I didn't. uh, So, (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, as a fan of shower beers, I was kind of like, Mm -hmm. I could also have peanuts in there, of course. It's so simple. Homer's a genius. Underrated Mm. genius.
1: Oh, there was Flanders' moustache origin story. That was... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's what another thing that I hate about any time they try and do these flashback thing. They try to, yeah, give context for all the character the, traits that are happening now. and things you've never worried about. Especially what makes that Ralph bit extra disappointing. And, they, mm. like, and we just reviewed an episode as well recently that Wiggum was talking about. He dropped Ralph multiple times. It's just, stop doing this. It's just yeah. sad. It's not funny. And yeah, my only other note, and I really like this bit where Millhouse is struggling to help Bart out of this situation and he just goes, Can I go home and think of a lie? Yes you can. Yeah. I don't know. That was just quintessential Millhouse moments me. hmm it is time to rank this thing on the Simpsons Index. We rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if this episode was just, eh, you give it a participant. But for the positive rankings, you got, okay, bronze, good silver, excellent gold, but for the best of the very best, the episodes which the Simpsons could not exist without, you give so doctor I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. Meh. I want to give it a bronze just... Because it does some things right and the Mm -hmm. core concept is good, but it's coherent. It is coherent, but the material is just the wrong turn at everything. And like the biggest tell, I guess, for me was like the change section, where so quickly, among us three, we came up with such better ideas Mm -hmm. for it. So I'm going with participant, but uh, I, d- I don't feel good about it, and I might blow it out bronze later to steal a line from BT. Speaking mm. of which, BT, what would you like to rank this thing?
2: Participant. I feel good about it. Uh, it's just what. I don't feel like there's much of anything to this. I think there's a solid core there, but I'm not furious they got it wrong. I'm just kind of, eh, whatever. You tried, and it uh, didn't quite work for me. So well, it's not egregious. There's no sins here. There's just a bit blah.
0: What about you, Diana?
1: What would you like to rank it? I was coming here on a patissa bronze, so I Mm -hmm. think I'll go bronze just because there are moments that I will like and will Mm -hmm. stick out with me, and I'll be like, oh, I want to see those moments again. And the rest Mm. of the episode wasn't bad enough to drag it down too much more. It was just, you know, it was just like static. You just had it, (laughs) and then there are these decent moments that actually propped it up. And it, the worst part of the episode was the beginning of it, so it didn't end on the bad note. It just yeah. it started on the bad note. You put it on while you're getting food, and then you come in to enjoy a decent two acts.
0: Yeah. No, I'm glad someone did. Yeah. yeah I'm glad that you
1: were thinking bronze, because I was worried that you were going to, like, someone was going to fail it for being so boring.
0: <laughs> I was- honestly, I wouldn't disagree if someone wanted to fail this one, because it's one of those ones where I feel so disappointed that it didn't live up to its concept, but also the material was definitely not failure.
1: I'll um, try not to call you at 4am
0: if I change my opinion, (laughs) but I know you
2: called Jordan, we have a very specific process for
0: this. (laughs) Even if he wasn't on the episode, we still call him. Especially
2: if he wasn't on the episode.
0: Alright, well that will be a shiny participant, and wow this will be the sixth episode from season (laughs) 22. To get a shiny participant it'll be joining Elementary school musical that's with flight of the concords how munched is that birdie in the window angry dad the movie the scorpion's tale and love is a many strangled thing
2: yep they all seem fair yeah yeah
1: fits the scorpion one i think should be lower but it was memorable so i guess it fits
0: yeah props for that i guess oh that's always a surprise to me i feel like that always should have been a unanimous bronze i was i was baffled by bt and jordan knocking that one down
1: no, I'm, You, sh- you I'm, should watch it I'm, again. I'm, it should have been lower,
0: but... Well, there we go. <laughs>
1: it is, it's memorable, and this episode had memorable moments, so I guess it works out. Yeah, no,
0: nah, absolutely.
2: I, I mean, I certainly do remember Grandpa's eyes hanging out of his skull.
0: <laughs> and Werner Herzog. <laughs> All right, well, before we move on, we must ask, for the first time in a while... I know. ...if that reputation is justified.
2: Is that reputation justified?
0: Wow, remix.
2: I just I was I was stunned. That's my apparently stunned singing voice.
0: <laughs> but anyway, Rowan Kaiser of the A V Club.
2: Do we have a thing for Kaiser? I can't remember.
0: He took our word for Dickity. <laughs> there, <laughs> there we go. go. <laughs> she gave this episode a C plus. So that's actually pretty low for them.
2: I was gonna say, A V Club, do they generally only go down to D?
0: D's like a, you know, turn the key submarine, this mm. is an unmitigated failure. C's definitely like in their low participant failure range. Mm-hmm. So C plus I reckon it'd be like their equivalent of a dull participant. Okay. Anyway she writes, the entire episode just seems to be hurtling towards a reset button. Of course Marge isn't going to end up with three new best friends and of course mm-hmm. Bart isn't either, but the writers seem to know this and the resolution is half arse at best.
2: Yeah, fair.
1: It is, but do they go into every episode thinking, "Wow, this is nothing's going to matter"? Well,
0: I was talking about this the other day. It's like I think it's why the um, you know, Simpsons staffed reviewers of outlets have such like relatively quick turnover. They generally mm-hmm. only last four seasons at a time or something. Like I think people just like I can't hold on hope anymore.
1: How <laughs> the hell have you done this?
0: I think the yeah. AV Club don't even do them anymore.
2: Well, I mean, to be fair, I think it was kind of what we were saying in the sense of the mystery was the like the focus, and that's what, you know, was the element that would hit the reset button, rather than the focus being the emotional core of Marge having friends, but Bart disliking the kids he has to hang out with. Because that at least would have told, you know, a different story. Yeah, we know they're not going to change the, the fundamentals of the series, but the story could be different around that.
0: Yeah. Alright, well that about does it for the HD era, and now we're going all the way to the teens era where we're going to review an episode called Girls Just Want to Have Sons. Mm. We will be back.
2: I mean, I have Cindy Law in my head now, so that's okay.
0: No, it's not. What
3: was that? I didn't
2: say it was good. I said it was Okay.
0: And we are back, and we just watched our Teens Era episode. This was Season 17, Episode 19, Girls Just Want to Have Some First released in April of 06. It was directed by Nancy Cruz, written by Matt Selman. Mm. In this episode, oh boy, Principal Skinner says something really sexist, and then they get a new principal at Springfield Elementary who divides the school into girls and boys mm-hmm. and uh Lisa poses as a boy to get a better education on the boy's side first of all normally i say first like what did you think but firstly i'm sorry this was <laughs> fucked yeah uh,
2: um, i wrote the word oof like 6 times just like oof. I, oof i'll
1: be honest like the messaging like every aspect of the story they were going for was terrible there were more good jokes than I'd like to admit. Oh, really? There were yeah. some decent I thought there were some decent jokes.
2: Yep, I've got a few up arrows.
1: Yeah, like for such a terrible episode that I was dreading and have not wanted to rewatch in like probably a good like 14, 15 years, there were some jokes that I kind of liked. Mm-hmm. And also the opening. I did not realize this was the episode with that opening, and that yeah. opening is good. <laughs>
0: Oh, wow. We might actually end up having some differing opinions oh, on this one. Because <laughs> like this whole time is like, oh my god, I can't believe I had to put you two through this thing. Oh my god, this is... I was cringing the whole time.
1: You're a He-Man's cap?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, deep cut. <laughs> well, actually, not really. He-Man's back in... Uh... Yeah, it's back again. Back How is it? I haven't watched it yet.
1: Uh, I, it's good. The kind of people... That hate women hate it. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's much less a He-Man show than it is a Masters of the Universe show. Cool, And cool. in particular, women in the He-Man universe get the starring role. Yeah, it's it's actually good.
0: Yeah, because I watched a little bit of the She-Ra series, and, you know, I'm a lifelong Kevin Smith fan, so...
1: I would rather be watching that than this episode, but yeah. <laughs> this episode was not the worst 20 minutes of my life.
0: Well, I mean, we're at this end of the podcast where... I've been able to sort of go, oh, that episode gets into some touchy subjects. I'm going to ignore that. Maybe a little later, maybe a little later. And now all our fucking... um...
2: All the things you've pushed to the back and now that's all we've got left.
1: Now you know why every Simpsons podcast stops after like 10 episodes. Right. You don't want to get to this stuff.
0: Yeah, like, I see Four Finger Discounter just circling the end of season 14, which, yeah, you look on our charts, 15's when it starts flipping to be mostly bad. And mm-hmm. season 17, I think, is particularly egregious for these sort of episodes. And
1: but it didn't have manatees, so it's not the worst episode <laughs> of a season.
0: <laughs> but it did have Homer being a fucking jerk and no real feeling of resolution from that story either. And when I asked you to do the podcast, Diana, I'm like, look, I'm sorry, but <laughs> this or Goo Goo Guy Pan.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I would rather pick an episode that I'm allowed to be offended by and speaks to me than talking over someone else. I can talk about how problematic mm. the uh China episode is. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm happy to be the resident victim of this episode.
0: <laughs> That's fucking what I have to do now, right? Like a little bit. Yeah. It's a good thing there
1: are no more bad episodes of The Simpsons. Not a single
0: one left. <laughs> oh my Ooh, God, made got it through so, the wilderness. We're so close and we've still got so fucking many. <laughs> uh, Diana, uh, our resident victim, uh, what stands out to you from this episode, for better okay, or worse? We've, got, okay.
2: we've gone from guest to resident victim. Holy shit. Yeah.
1: It's the next Resident Evil game. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Where you play as all the zombies attacking yeah. one person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. I will gladly rip into this episode later, but there were good moments. If you take the jokes out of the episode as a whole and just put them into like a vacuum, they're good. I would watch those on some kind of compilation video of decent middling episodes.
2: Yeah, take this episode and censor it for decency and you will be left with like a couple of punchy jokes. And then that's about
1: it. If you turn this into two minutes of just jokes... There are some good ones, like actually good ones. You know what? Because you brought up Homer earlier, and he was a piece of shit, I Mm. will, like, go into that later, but I do like the running gag of why did women invent sleeping on the couch? I Mm. liked that, but I also like the fact that the dog made him sleep in the doghouse.
0: Okay, yeah, good call. I did pop for that one. Probably didn't need the, how did I end up out here? I would have just settled for it. Oh,
1: I just thought, what the? Yeah, but that was that was good.
0: Hmm. What are some more of the positive jokes that you found in this one, though?
1: See, I want to save some for later, so I don't just attack the episode for twenty minutes. But
0: <laughs> um, sprinkle the goodness.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, I'll, I'll save some of the goodness yourself. for. <laughs> no, I will say one other thing. Um, okay, so Marge was listing all the things made by women, and this isn't a good joke. I'm not going to say our oh, Homer's comeback was great, mm. but one of the things she lists is liquid paper. I looked into it. The person who invented liquid paper was the mother of one of the people from the monkeys. So, <laughs> that's a what? deep cut for Marge Law. Yeah, look it up.
0: They couldn't sing their own songs, yet she invented her fucking, yeah. Yeah, um, she was office. the mother
1: of uh, Michael Nesmith, of the Monkeys.
2: There you go. He didn't wear his own hat, and yet his mother invented Whiteout. Yeah. That's... That's weird.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I like to think Marge only knew about that because she was so into monkeys stuff. Yeah. True. Yeah,
2: the fair cut, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, if they didn't intend it, that's an amazing fucking coincidence.
1: And that episode also had problematic views of gender with the whole, you know, her dad was a flight attendant. So, yeah, uh, yeah. it works very well. <laughs> this is...
0: Oh, yeah, we reviewed that one with you too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Again, thank I you I forgot for... <laughs> about
1: that. Um, I just listened to the Pods in the Key of Springfield that came out like six months late and like, it's fresh yeah. in my mind.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. BT, what about you? What stands out to you for this episode, for better or worse?
1: Well, unlike in
2: the last one, we talked about The Core being very good. I want to talk about how The Core fucks this one up royally, mostly in Skinner because he just gets on stage and is like, I knew you'd be a success, but you're bad at math, lady who's on the th- in the theatre. And it's like... Wait, why would Skinner ever say that? Like,
0: This is a worse integrity break in my mind than the Armin Tanzarian thing.
2: Yeah, it's so out of character. And like, your best student is Lisa. I mean, there might be an argument to say it's Martin, there's a r- rivalry there, but your best student is known very well by everyone who's ever seen this show to be Lisa. And mm. so it's just so weird that the show even forgets that somehow. And even do that when they kind of revamp the school and math for the girls class is all, how does a plus sign make you feel? It's like, but this wasn't the point of the new principal who wanted to separate the school. Why is any of this happening the way it is?
0: They did the guest star of this episode so dirty, I thought. And yeah, guest star... Meryl Streep? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, it was Francis McDormand.
2: Oh, Really?
0: Yeah, like, I mean, the mother from Almost Famous... Uh, Fargo,
2: all the things.
0: Yeah, Fargo, Donatana Co- like. I actually didn't know. She's married to Joel Cohen. Oh, really? Yeah. And apparently she was God in Good Omens. Oh, yeah, she was too. So, like, unquestionably, she's, like, just one of my favourite actors of all time and... Uh, I'll do ma- nothing
2: here.
1: And this episode's one of your favourite roles for her, so <laughs> there we go.
0: <laughs> Look, performance, amazing. Knocks it out of the park, but the material <laughs> is fucked. Mm-hmm. Especially it's so pointless, like you said. And then at the end, uh, where she's like, uh, hey, I don't like this, and then the whole thing with Chalmers harassing her in for a mm. penny, in for a penny. Like, like yeah. ooh, that was, hell.
2: That was one of my oof notes. It's like, <laughs> because like these kind of things I at least try to go okay what was the intention of your joke not so much how did it land but what was the you know intended outcome of this and this was just like nah that's just fucked no matter which way you cut it man
0: yeah I mean to me this is just the person that says a bunch of i don't know cooked sexist whatever fucking phobic like that just says a bunch of those stuff but there's no underlying point there's no mm. like meta joke above it there's just it's a
1: good thing that's not relevant in 2021
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and those people that are say those things it's like oh i'm just joking and it's like well you're not you're just saying the fucking hacky old thing and Oh man, I'm so mad. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. There's no way around it. Uh, but what stands out to me? I think the circle of knife is fucking one of the laziest goddamn parodies Whoa, you could have ever no. come up with. Okay, no. Wow. It is
2: Heart take coming through.
1: It is one of the good moments of Teen Simpsons that I always think, huh, this is good. I wonder what episode it's for. And I never actually research it. I like it. Yeah? I like it. It was one of the best parts of the episode because it wasn't sexist, so it's already good. Um, <laughs> but it was a good intro. I liked it. I liked just imagining what that would look like in real life with the mm. the props and the costuming and the choreography. Yep. Like, they could have made it lazier, and they didn't. It looked like like you could see the seams and who was holding up what. It mm. looked good. Yeah,
2: they, they put in effort and thought.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was... Mm. This is a bad thing, but I'm going to say that the first act of this is better than the first act of the last episode we saw because
2: of
0: the Circle of Knife. Yeah, Mm, I don't disagree.
2: (laughs) We also find out that Scratchy likes pain, so every Itchy and Scratchy episode we watch from now on, we know he's getting off.
0: Yeah. Yeah sorry that's what i was gonna say i do actually pay the visuals i agree with mm-hmm. you like the whole lion king stage show styling with like the oh, people lion in... king. that's what it was based off it wasn't just original <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: a little known stage show yeah yeah, yeah. Off, yeah.
1: Off, I... <laughs> but didn't lion king come out a few years ago so this predicted lion king <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah with childish gambino <laughs> uh, and we were talking about lion king in the last segment as yeah. well so what are the odds Um, and the lazy lyrics to me, like in the opening one where they are doing the circle of knife and it's just like, they're just listing cat shit. Hey, he likes cream and he plays with yarn. It's like, it didn't feel very itchy and scratchy ish.
1: You have to understand their cats and mice. How else will the audience understand? (laughs) You have to build them up. You don't start with the deep lore.
0: I guess it's why, you know, I tell people what the premise of the podcast is, because it's always someone's first episode. Exactly.
1: That's why every episode of A Simpsons starts off with them saying they are humans (laughs) that live in Springfield. (laughs) Yep, ignore the yellow skin. That's just
2: what we're doing here. Uh, The four fingers It's just what we're doing.
1: Actually, if you go back to the first episode of The Simpsons with Norm, they have to introduce what grade everyone's in and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good that they set up everything with obvious things.
0: Solid point. Mm. I will say, actually, a joke that I did pop for, because I'm like this when I go see any stage show or whatever, mm-hmm. is being in the audience and, like, the actors and whatever, are doing audience-engaging shit, and I, I crawl. I fucking hate this. <laughs> and it sucks, because I like to be up the front of any show that i'm gonna go see but i'm like marge it's just oh god don't engage with me i i'm here to watch you i will laugh when there's jokes i I will be silent and i won't talk on my phone or anything just please (laughs) don't involve me
2: but then how how will weird Al have the opportunity to flirt with your mum?
0: that's true he did exactly and 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 yeah
2: and that was very special yeah (laughs) during the song want to be your lover
0: Actually, that reminded me, Beach, remember when that fucking stand-up comic, it tried to engage you and just fucking tagged?
2: <laughs> oh, that poor guy. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. it was yeah. a stand-up set that already wasn't going well, and he was like, all right, I'm going to do some crowd work. Yeah. He looks over to and Beach. I know like... he's
2: bombing, so I'm like, I'm not going to give him a hard time. I'm going to give him straight answers, and he's, yeah. What do you do, mate? I'm like, oh, I work in a liquor store. He's like, ah, oh, that must be pretty interesting. Like, it can be. He's like, "Just, just...
1: Dies. Yeah, I, it's like, now I'm happy I'm so I've never gone out and done anything exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like the people with money version of when you're typing in like a live stream chat and they read your comment.
0: Mm. Mm. But yeah, I was just sort of looking over my notes, I think the final song wasn't bad, but I, I just... This wasn't for me. What, what about you two? I think I'm feeling like I'm the sour one on this bit. Well, I think
2: it was, again, it was all about the visuals, but I do kind of agree it ran quite long. like Especially because the song is, again, slow. So mm. you get the point long before it actually comes around. But, you know, I think the, the way they figured out how uh, Itchy and Stachy's stage musical in the style of The Lion King would go was very clever. So Mixed, but it definitely was too long. Like, Man, there's this fancy lady sitting yeah. next to Homer who he's just <laughs> annoying, and that's just never a thing. It's very weird.
0: I didn't mind him blowing his nose on her diamonds, actually. Yeah,
2: but it's the first one where she's annoyed. He's just rambling on and she's giving him this look. It's like, oh, is this going to be a thing? I don't remember this happening. And then, no, not really. Sorry, kind of cut it's you off, not Diana. A-
0: Book. It's a theater show. Yeah, and then I cut off you acknowledging your cut off. <laughs> what would you like to say? The though? circle of cutting off, <laughs> now, and then I cut off.
2: <laughs> Ellie. Damn it! That-
1: <laughs> <This> is- <laughs> now I was just gonna say that like the whole intro, like it was too long, but it kept me engaged. I guess is the point. It wasn't amazing, but in the last episode we saw the whole like first act just bored me to death. This didn't. There was always something. Visually speaking, there was always something going on. The songs yeah. weren't like amazing but you know they were better than just talking uh, boring stuff there was like engagement going on it kept me engaged I really liked it until I didn't but yeah (laughs) it was decent enough for season 17
0: yeah I I mean that's it and you know I'm hammering on about it now but there is no way it's any worse than what's about to come Mm -hmm. which we will get into via the wackiness how was the wackiness of this episode
2: uh, squirrels hold Skinner down and force feed him poison.
0: Yeah, popped yeah. a little for that actually. And he
2: does. I- we see we see him die. So body count. Yeah, Dead
0: down. <laughs>
1: yeah. I actually, kind of like that moment just because of the absurdity of it. Because so, the- I thought the joke was just going to be the squirrels looked at him angrily. Then I thought the joke was just going to be they were attacking him and they just mm. kept one upping it. If they one-upped it again after that, it would have gone on too long. So I think if it was season 30, they would have had, like, one more thing where a a squirrel's pointing a gun at him or something.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A kind of wacky moment with an animal I did pop for, which was Lisa yells, I'm looking for a challenge, jumps over the wall into the boys' section. There's a wolf growling, and he says, I meant a mental challenge. The wolf is like, oh, you don't need me And just walks away. I'm like, okay, that's all right.
0: I liked that. It's really the shame, like, I don't know if I'd ever want a Simpsons episode to do this, splitting the school on the binary Mm. like that, but the idea that the boys' side is this desolate wasteland that's still a fountain of education, but yeah, we just don't get the same sort of favour and depth given to the other side either.
2: Uh, Yeah, once Lisa leaves the girls' side, that's it, we don't see it again. Yeah. Yeah, that said, they also hung Kathy comics on the walls, and Kathy comics suck.
0: Take that, Kathy Comics.
2: Oh, I say it loudly every morning. It's fine.
0: They suck, but
1: I do kind of... It is low-hanging fruit to say, haha, women don't do a lot of good stuff, but I do like the fact that it's, like, very famous, well-known women artists, and then it's just that comic at the end. Mm. Like, hey, I concept. kind of like... I like that as, like, a, you know, a third step to a joke. You know, I think the other two artists would probably hate to be in this episode if they were still with us, but, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, God, it just... It astounds me that Frances McDormand did this one, honestly. like Yeah, I know. She was in Madagascar 3. <laughs> yeah. Okay, There's a big not question surprising. question of...
2: There is a big question of how do Simpsons guest stars do they get how advanced do they get the script? Do they get the whole thing? It's yeah, a bit of still a bit of a question.
1: Okay. If the Simpsons came up to you and said you can be in an episode, it'll be dog shit. You'd probably say yes because you Yeah. Like let's face it.
0: Honestly, to have that credit and then yeah, yeah. to be able to review it on my podcast afterwards. That'll be just... a conflict
1: of interest. You'd have to be taken off the episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Special guest host this week, Diana. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did the heart land for us? did we feel the bumps when did that happen <laughs> he just recorded that once and i just keep using it <laughs> yeah. um, doubled it up on track. i mean
1: i felt a little sad when ralph got hurt does that count yeah. <laughs> and the ralph lines i usually hate ralph lines because they usually ha ha he's dumb this yeah. is great let's drop him on his head i do like these moments where it's just him misunderstanding these expressions Give me a lunch money, and he just gives him the lunch money.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's
1: forgive me for this. And he just says, Okay. Okay. I thought those were funny. Like <laughs> Ralph jokes are usually pretty hit or miss. Even in the classic era, there are some bad ones. Oh, those yeah. were decent Ralph jokes. Like
0: Yeah, and in playing with the ants, it's like are these are itchy. And yeah. I thought it was cute, but it's just maybe mm-hmm. like how much more heartbreaking it was when yeah, Lisa went all fucking prison rules on him.
2: But again, that's at least the point, you know. I still think she should have beat up Millhouse because you know
0: Oh way Yeah but Ralph
1: got hurt by boy Lisa and girl Lisa.
0: Yeah. Which yeah, again, not bad line, but yeah, you're saying that Peter's like why didn't she? Because he already yeah. had that thing where he was like, Oh, Lisa and no, she was too clingy. I had to ditch
2: yeah. her. He she already has a motivation, but all right, at least Ralph is, you know, the point of the Pecking order, or something, or making Lisa into a monster. Again, we so lightly touch on the concept, it it doesn't even warrant much discussion.
0: Yeah. Oh, the whole fucking idea that, oh, the monster I've become is where they arrived in this episode is, oh. No,
1: that was the scientist. The monster was actually the creation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's good we can laugh through these times. (laughs) Four positive heart moments. Mm I would say that Bart turning around and, you know, helping Lisa with this was mm. kind of nice, in theory. I didn't like the material that comes after, but...
2: There's a version somewhere where the idea of Lisa dressing up as a boy to go to, like, maybe like an all-boys private school or something because she wants to go to their math classes, that's kind of interesting. And especially with Bart helping her out, I always like a good little Bart and Lisa team-up kind of thing. So there's an idea somewhere, a she's-all-that style thing. Yeah. No, wait, that's the wrong damn movie. What am I thinking of? She's the man. Yentl? Yentl? Sure.
1: <laughs> I
0: don't know. I haven't seen Yentl.
2: Yeah, you're not missing much. Just no something, something.
0: The Simpsons
1: have referenced Yentl enough. That's all I know about it.
0: Yentl playlist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, because it's the uh, movie Marge highs along with the Ratic yeah. Adventures of Hercules. Yeah
1: right up there with, you know, The Godfather, Citizen Kane. It's right up there with the classics for The Simpsons writers, I guess. They referenced it two or three times.
2: It's true. It comes
0: up a lot.
1: Yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I saw that movie twice.
0: <laughs> yes, that's not too bad. <laughs> so, yeah, finally, with the heart of, you know, the opposite of uh, the Ralph thing, which was the Nelson thing, uh, how do we think this played out?
2: If anything, you could say this is its one kind of silver lining where Lisa's all like, oh, you know, you just lash, okay, she doesn't do it well, but she kind of lists the reasons why why Nelson might be lashing out, and then at the end says, I love you, and he actually softens for a moment until Jimbo and Kearney start piling on, and they're like, oh, I love you, Nelson, and that you could take that as a good, you know, exploration of toxic masculinity— I don't think that was the point. I think they kind of just lucked into it by accident. I, again, if I'm shining the best positive light as I can on it, it's still only about half-assed.
3: Mm.
1: I, I did like it. I mean, I like the idea of just you know we've all been in those situations, or at least I've been in those situations where you try to say something and it comes out yeah. horribly, and people misinterpret it. So you know, she she meant the best, and it just sounded like she was attacking him further. Really,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. But
1: I like that at the end of that Nelson scene, he. Um, pretty much, like, takes out his teeth and he's got, like, the season one look. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he gives it to one of his, like, season one underlings, but I... Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, with his teeth, where was his teeth hanging out either side of his... Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a good joke. It was... um, Yeah, this is
1: the best episode. It's up there with that 90s show and whatever (laughs) I said last time... um,
0: (laughs) At least it goes gaga, I believe. Mm. Um, I don't
1: hate that episode as much as others do. It's not good, but I, I get some sick enjoyment out of it. It's it's definitely interesting. You it has fold. just stamped for ticket guy. How many episodes do
0: <laughs> I think that would be amongst the cubic failures? We keep talking about this concept <laughs> of wanting to revisit some of these failures that are actually worth watching. And yeah, I think Lisa goes Gargar is certainly yeah, one of them. If only
1: Mo ate out Lady Gaga like he did Katy Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Very
2: different show.
0: Yeah, that's a close of that episode needed. Uh, But ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? How's the integrity?
2: Broken. Look, I'm sorry, this show forgets that Lisa is well known for being smart. It forgets that Principal Skinner would never say that. And, oh man, it's very core is shattered.
1: Yeah, it wasn't Simpsons.
0: No, not at all. And Homer and Marge's... Argument throughout this episode as well. Like we've talked a lot about, yeah, the character break of Skinner, mm. but Marge and Homer's thing that it seeks no resolution, has yes. Homer learning no lesson. I agree, the couch jokes were fine, yeah. but that it just ends there, and Homer and Marge still have this thing where Homer's suddenly yeah. sexist, like, it and Homer doesn't is make well sense.
2: aware he's an idiot. He knows Marge is smarter than him by a lot, yeah. and it's just weird. Like, I don't know. Uh,
0: Yeah. I'm just tired. (laughs) Yeah, it was tiring. But
1: I did like another flashback to Marge, you know, being good, like a good student and everything. I like seeing Marge doing her calculus back in high school Mm. or whatever that was. Mm. It's one of those things where a lot of episodes have just shown that Marge is. Like, Marge was or had a, like, a good future ahead of her and Homer Mm -hmm. kind of ruined her life. She wouldn't think that, but um, I just, I do like those, but I really like adding it to the list of good jokes, Mm -hmm. because there are some, of Marge was basically saying, like, you know, ever since that day I haven't been able to do any of the calculus I have in my day-to-day life.
0: Yeah, I did pop for good. that one. No, that, that was, was good. good.
1: This was the funniest episode that made me
0: really angry is probably the best <laughs> way to put it. I,
2: I think that's very fair, yeah.
0: <laughs> Would you watch this episode again? No.
1: No? But I would like a carefully selected section of clips to be watched again.
0: Yeah, look, if someone wants to put themselves through that, like, I'd watch that clip, but yeah. If this
1: episode, you know, just to get the younger audience, if this was a TikTok, it could work. (laughs) (laughs) You should do a podcast of TikToks and just make them 30 second (laughs) podcasts, split it up into like 400 parts each episode.
0: And honestly, we'd probably hit a bigger audience. <laughs> yeah. yep. TikTok just overpassed YouTube for most amount of hours viewed on the platform. Wow. And YouTube's had like what, a fifteen year head start. Yeah, and Insane. considering
2: the length of most TikToks as well, that's huge.
0: Yeah. But you can't watch well.
1: like a seven hour analysis of a game you don't like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you, YouTube, for facilitating that. Mm -hmm. And podcast platforms for facilitating two-hour deep dives into this cartoon. Diana, we'll start with you this time. What would you like to change about this episode?
1: Pretty much the entire plot, but I'd keep some of the jokes. Just Mm. take out the skeleton entirely, throw every (laughs) skeleton bit away, but those tiny bits of meat on the rib bones, keep those, Mm -hmm. and then do more of those. Don't get rid of the intro, the itchy and scratchy intro, as much as you don't like it, it propped up the episode.
0: Yeah, maybe I was already on the defense knowing that I knew what was coming up, so I was already fucking...
1: I actually, when I put the episode on, I actually had to double check that I was on the right episode because I don't remember anything good coming out of this.
0: (laughs) I can't tell you the amount of times I've had those moments, like, seriously, (laughs) where, yeah, it's often these first act fuck you's that, yeah, it was like, this is this? Wait, we haven't reviewed this yet? What's going on? BT, what would you like to change?
2: Yeah, look, it's a difficult surgery to remove one skeleton or replace it with an entirely <laughs> new one. Uh, is, does that make it impossible? No. Look, if you really want to have the whole story of, like, Lisa pretending to be a boy to go to, like, a boys' school or something like that because she finds their classes more engaging, that's there's something to mind from that. It's a little bit like when they go to uh, military school, but I like that episode. So, and again, Bart and Lisa helping each other out is always really sweet. And also the idea that, you know, Bart initially kind of bullies her not knowing this but then turns immediately when he finds out it's her there's something kind of sweet about that so if you want to have that same kind of thing just find a different way to do it i don't think splitting springfield and elementary is the way to do it have it be uh, like a, a boys only private school or something like that mm. i don't know what but i mean there's a better version of this but yeah you're gonna have to perform some very long very sweaty surgery to get it done
0: yeah, I'm so jealous you got to say it first cuz that's what I wrote in my notes is the huh. simple soul for the fucking splitting up the school thing is yeah, do it as a private college that's boys only, mm. say the girls one is fucking out of the district whatever. Yeah. There's so many cleaner, easier, better ways that don't involve Skinner being out of characterly sexist. Like
1: mm. I will say as much as like everything Skinner said like, it was terrible. I do like the fact that he defends himself and says, that should put the subject behind us. Yeah. I like that. Oh, like, like, he dug himself deeper, and he's like, that. that's yeah. good. Yeah. But
2: I, on that, there is a bit I like where he goes, the differences, of which there are none, that make us the same are exceptional. It's like, okay, that was like a good storm of a bunch of jargon terms thrown in together that actually kind of worked as a joke. And yeah. also,
1: Sharma says, look what they did to your car, and Skinner says, that's yeah. just what his car looks like. And
2: they yeah. just call up, oh, how sad. Yeah,
1: yeah like, Skinner had... In isolation, there mm. were moments of Skinner I didn't hate. It's just the majority of what he said I hate.
0: Yeah, well, like, I like the idea that now he's Groundskeeper Skinner and he's bad at his job. Assistant. Like, <laughs> groundskeeper. Like, assistant to the Groundskeeper, Willie. Uh, but yeah, I hate his whole despondent, I don't know what opinions are anymore. Everyone's good and equal. Like, this just feels like fucking. Um, Kids
2: these days.
0: Yeah, Cypher for the fucking. White Rider who just doesn't know how to not be a piece of shit. I don't know. This
1: this episode is from 2006, and it's just weird thinking that nothing has changed. Oh, Like, this came out the same year as Sonic the Hedgehog, 2006, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, it was like- a great year all around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking, I'm like, that game I played when I was eight, are you sure? Oh, right, yeah, the oh, Wii yeah, game. No, the other Sonic the no one played.
1: <laughs> there were two games called Sonic the Hedgehog that came out that same day because there was a Game Boy Advance version that was terrible,
0: and a Wii version, which was terrible. terrible.
1: The Game Boy Advance one was a port of Sonic 1, but it ran at like half the frame rate. The music kept stopping, there oh. were many glitches.
0: Like Sonic 1 is in the 90s Sonic 1. Yeah, the
1: 90s Sonic 1. Yeah, But it was a port where like the frame rate would go from like 10 frames a second to like 30 frames a second every like few seconds. (laughs) The sounds were all garbled.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Especially because, yeah, the big thing of the Genesis was like, we're so fast. Watch this little fucking fast blue hedgehog. Mario can't keep up with that shit. That dumpy little plumber.
1: I spent so much time on the internet that like, it's weird to me to, to think that people say Seeger, because I used to say Seeger as a kid, but I'm so used to, like, every American YouTuber just saying, like, Sega. Sega. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to say Seeger. In fact, as a kid, there's that joke when Lisa is babysitting uh, for the Wiggums, and mm-hmm. they go in to see Bob Saget, and it's Bob Seeger. I thought they meant Seeger as in the video game. <laughs> I was like, what's that, what's that mean? <laughs>
0: Bob Seger. That, the, <laughs> yeah, I thought
1: they were going to see, like, Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, like, their, like, Aldi version of Mario, Bob Seger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Well, I think it's time for everyone's final notes. Uh, let's start with you, Diana. What are your final notes for this episode?
1: Okay. I'm just not going to say but I'm crossing out a particular slur that I wrote down. Where I think yeah. we no one. Yep. I do kind of like the whole ballroom dancing thing because like I remember at school they made us have to do a lot of dancing mm-hmm. and I like what was the point in that? Um, we had to do ball dancing and line dancing as a kid. Um, yeah, that sounds familiar. Nutbush city limits um, oh
0: god yeah and yeah because i i was 10 when the macarena hit as well and i hate that was that an I've... oldie for me <laughs> god uh but yeah i hate that like there's still space in my brain one of those little wedges we were talking about before that still knows how to fucking do that thing yeah um and I know the Buttigieg dance. That's fucking even worse. The what?
1: The Grand Budapest Hotel. That's what he said.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I just wrote down, like, everyone in Springfield was being way more sexist than usual.
0: Mm. It's so bizarre.
1: Also, the door for Springfield Elementary makes no sense because the school <laughs> split in two. But the hallway was wider than it should have been given the fact the school split right down the two-way doors.
0: Yeah. Yeah comes back to a yeah i really wish we got to see more of like the flipping between the two schools and like Mm. i don't know yeah just a Uh, comparison
1: i liked homer saying marge i don't want to fight in front of this cool new friend (laughs) i kind of liked Mm. homer liking lisa as jake boyman or whatever
0: yeah i think there was a tighter quicker version of that but yeah conceptually yeah i agree
1: if they made that section quicker there would have been more time dedicated to shit sexist jokes so be glad they put that time there true got a point got a point i did like as well you know if i'm calling lisa toilet wasn't funny but i do like hey a talking toilet mm. oh that yeah was a good moment well, nelson's drawing was fucking cool
0: oh yeah the robot with gun arms shooting guns yeah. i want mm. to play that game
2: and a plane made out of guns yeah
0: yeah and here's uh, a picture toilet. of shooting you I have a personal fucking history with this because when I was in year six, like, do you remember those pencil cases that had those like gold letters in the plastic sleeves that you used yep. to put your name yep. in?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: One of my friends was just sort of sitting around and he was just sort of playing with my pencil case. And he figured out that if you spell my name backwards, it spells toilet. Like oh, French? Yeah. So my nickname for a little good chunk there became toilet. Because I was like, oh, all you have to do is turn your name backwards, add another T in the end, and it's toilet. And I'm like, there's a few steps there, but See yeah. now
1: I know why you hate this episode mm. more than
0: <laughs> more than you
1: should. Um, so resentful. <laughs> yeah. I like Nelson's That Was My Eating Food moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> same, good. same. Okay, one other moment. I think this might be like my last good moment. Um, is Bart says, You're a boy now, nothing is sweet, and then punches Lisa mm. and then just yeah. says sweet. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I liked Homer as well. During his fighting with Marge, I do like that he says that she's so smart. Sometimes when they're having sex, it's like doing it with a dude. I kind of liked that. Just because it was the worst possible thing you could say, but Homer was trying. I like awkward situations where it's someone genuinely trying to say the right thing, and it's terrible. Mm. You know? It wasn't like him earlier every other time home was a piece of shit he was like haha men invented this and this and this women are pieces of shit and that was him actually being good about it it was just you know awkward yeah true um and also my last note was Charmers sexually assaulted someone Mm, so yeah, yeah um we're back to everything wrong with the episode
2: Oh, it's okay. She was into it. it was like, oh, for fuck's sake.
1: Yeah, I... That's why you just have to kiss everyone you see because they're yeah. secretly into it.
2: Just to, just to find out where they land.
1: Yeah,
0: it's so uh, booked.
2: BT? Uh, let me see. i only got a couple. I Again, I think you've got a point here by saying it's the funniest episode that I hate. Lisa kind of arrives and all the boys are just standing in pairs punching each other. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah. accurate oh yeah just at the very end where it's like well whatever the answer is that you know women aren't in stim subjects then oh wait we don't have time for this oh well it's over it's like mm, way wait, wait to try and have your cake and eat it too kind of moment of oh well we're gonna skip this part but oh we addressed it oh uh.
1: well it's a good thing all those issues have been solved in the yep. last uh, yeah. 15 years
0: but no, you're, it's such a cop-out. It's just her going, I'm ramping up to a point. And my note there is, what are you going to say here, Lisa? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, then that caps it off with that. And then a fucking chair shot to Martin. It's goddamn lazy Ow. and yeah. bullshit. Yeah.
1: Lisa would have said something, but, you know, women weren't allowed in the Simpsons writers' room for so long. So, yeah, the Simpsons is to blame for a lot of the issues as
0: it's well. It's another weird it. thing that, that, yeah, credited director is a woman and yet the writer was a man. And this is around the time, like, because we did an episode with Ellen where I think it was Lisa the vegetarian that was, like, <laughs> the first time that Simpsons had ever done two female, both mm. writer and director, credited and that in my research found that it was so sparse between when that would ever happen again, and especially in the 20s, it fucking rarely happens, that, yeah, this is the episode to do that. Why they gave it to Matt Selman, of all people, is (laughs) baffling. I will die happy if I never hear another parody on the intro to Circle of Life again. Just
1: Okay, I'm going to be honest. I have only seen The Lion King once in my life and i was i think 18 or 19 at the time keep in mind that would have meant that we were talking about like you know 2011 or so because i'm 27 now so yeah i've only seen it once i've never seen a stage production i am so out of a loop on how done to death this probably is that in fact i saw this episode before i'd ever seen any adaptation of lion king including the movie
0: yeah, sure. Well, so, yeah, I, I then, in I fact always...
1: the Lion King ripped this off, let's face it. That's why I don't like it.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I still haven't seen the stage show of you, Page or Yeah. It's really good. Oh really? Where to
1: see it?
2: Capital Theatre, I think. Oh, I don't nice. know. Long time ago.
1: Yeah. yeah streamers all over you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Lots of blood streamers. I was oh wait, that was Carrie the musical. It was the
3: afterthought.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. There's a Carrie musical.
0: Oh wait, no shit. Yeah? Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I really want to see it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. My only other note was actually the two musical moments of this episode, which was, we got a little bit of I Know What Boys Like by The Waitresses, mm-hmm. which, yep. uh, once again, we've mentioned Todd in the Shadows a bunch of times. There's yep. a great episode of One Hit Wonderland on that. Yep. And also, Jethro Toll, Thick as a Brick. Oh, um,
2: ah, that's what that one was.
0: Whether Either of you like Jethro Toll? Mm, I don't really have an opinion. Titching
2: on a park bench. Yeah.
0: <laughs> No, I've always been meaning to investigate more because I'm a prog, <laughs> prog rock fan and like yeah. prog rock with flute and keyboards, that actually sounds interesting to yeah. me. Yeah.
1: I am sure I would like it, mm. but I am usually way behind on any kind of music. Someone has to sit down and introduce something to me. Yeah. Well, I only got into Rush like in probably in like 2018, I think.
0: <laughs> uh, I was really late to the Rush party as well. I, th- I think I only started loving them in 2009, maybe. Oh, yeah, You say it late. I was.
1: I didn't start listening to them until after Neil Pierre died. So. Oh wow. Put that in context. Yeah.
0: R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the rankings. It is time to rank this thing. Diana, what would you like to give girls just want to have Sums?
1: Um, I am arguing with myself because the jokes make me want to participate, but the mm-hmm. plot makes me want to fail.
0: Yeah, if I, have I that will go if I...
1: Participant just because, like, I hate it. When you told me this is the episode we're going to watch, I really wanted to hurt you, but <laughs> this is probably the most pleasantly surprised I have been re-watching an episode, and mm-hmm. I still don't like it. It's just, it had moments, so I'd say Participant.
0: Uh, um, I'm going with Failure. I personally found that whatever jokes worked for me were absolutely pulled down by the fact that this was just an ill-conceived plot that had mm. no deaf touch at all. I was cringing the entire time. There's a reason I've been putting this episode off, and it was on full display in the in this watch through. Yeah, I hated it. I hated the experience of it, and if I ever see it again, it'll be too soon. BT.
2: Yeah, I'm going to fail as well. Look, even if you don't find the sexist elements offensive, if you're sitting there going, oh, these ridiculous. They're so, who are these... Liberal. i'm trying to think of i'm trying to think of average right wing speak for liberals and i can't all of a sudden
1: just go on twitter and you'll you'll <laughs> be told yeah, i'll right. be yelled at
2: i'll be yelled at uh snowflakes that's what i should go with okay <clears throat> even if you're someone who's like ah, oh, these silly little snowflakes just don't get a good little few jokes it's like even if that is your approach to this one the core of it is so fundamentally broken and it's just not The Simpsons. There's so many character breaks that are pretty massive and critical to the plot that don't work. The entire school forgets that Lisa is good at math, and then the big reveal at the end is like, ha, it was me all along. It's like, there should be like, yeah, you're good at math. We know that. I don't know. It's just, it's such a dumpster fire. Even though it's a dumpster fire, it's like, even though they've got some bits that actually do quite make me laugh, it's the overall package is what I have to take it as.
1: This episode... Is how I feel about the Mensa episode from season nine, which you you guys rated way too fucking high. That episode is a Patissa fail as well.
0: Uh, I think. Well, Danny yeah, you agree that with one. Danny because yeah, yeah, I was even saying Danny on... was
1: the best one on that episode. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out a way to re-listen to that episode that silenced everything that isn't Danny. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> Danny it's one culture. of those episodes. Both episodes fucking suck, but have jokes like, mm. you know, there are jokes I kind of liked. So if you ignore the premise and all the issues and all the slurs, they have that in common.
0: Uh... Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, averaging out, that'll be a shiny failure. This will be the third episode from season 17 to get that rank. It'll be mm. joining, previously mentioned, Bonfire of the Manatees yeah. and Kiss Kiss Bang Bangalore, which ah. the very racist Indian episode. Yeah. All right, well, let's go to the classic era Right at the tail end of the classic era Where we're um, decking the halls with uh, bells of holly uh... la, 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 la. Yeah, we're going to go watch Miracle on Evergreen Terrace We'll go do that, we'll be back And we are back, and we just watched a Classic Era episode. This was Season 9, Episode 10, Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. First released in December of 1997. It was directed by Bob Anderson, written by Ron Haig. In this episode, this is the one where Bart gets up early and sets a fire to the Simpsons' Christmas tree. By accident, he's non malicious. Mm-hmm. And then tries to bury the evidence and then uh, makes a lie that the burglars stole Christmas. Hey, what do we think?
2: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's all right.
0: It's acceptable.
2: I accept this. All right, so next time on The Simpsons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of the classic era Christmas episodes, it's towards the bottom, but The Simpsons has gone on so long, this is still by Mm. default one of the best Christmas episodes.
0: Absolutely. At least in the top five.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, definitely. This is better than the episode where uh, Mr. Burns and Grandpa were trapped on that island and Santa Claus was there. You know for flashback one? Like season eighteen or something?
0: Um I do not. <laughs> do I? We've finished yeah. season eighteen, I should I think know it, it. it. It's
1: sometime around then. Remember when I, may, I need to make sure I'm not like hallucinating it, but it was like grandpa telling a story of when he was trapped on an island back in World War Two. It was like a fighter jet.
0: We've reviewed this many episodes at this point yeah. that yeah. I'm like, sure. You could be trolling yeah. us right now, but also, yeah, Simpson's that's sure that's the that's thing that's, yeah
2: we've done so many that it's just like i guess that's a thing that could have happened sure
0: yeah <laughs> but no this one look normally i don't like to time the christmas episodes to come out when christmas is happening mm-hmm. this was just sort of a virtue of like chaos it uh, just we're running out of episodes and this just happens to be what we're doing today and kind of the reasoning behind that, besides the fact that I'm a little bit cynical about Christmas as a whole, is that often when you're watching Simpsons, like you know, you don't necessarily watch the Christmas ones at Christmas time. It's just and they especially don't often
2: when, air the Christmas ones at Christmas time. So,
0: well, that, that's the thing; I still air the Simpsons Christmas episodes out of that time, you know, and like especially towards the after this, you know, because this is the third christmas episode out of the classic era the -hmm. other ones coming from seasons one and seven and you know when so many sitcoms have a annualized christmas thing from day dot the simpsons really shunning that i think was a testament to how good of a show it was in its classic era and -hmm. then by you know the mid-teens yeah annualized christmas episodes were a thing and they feel so uncreative and tropey because of that but this one, I think, like, they carve out a nice enough story around Christmas without it feeling too tacky. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that being said, I I did kind of leave this one a little... Yeah, it was
2: okay. Yeah, it alright. I got a lot of, you know, air blow out of the nose kind of laughs. And a few proper laughs, but uh, most hmm. of it was just air out, out of nose.
1: By the way, I double-checked. The episode I was talking about was Simpsons Christmas Stories Season 17.
0: Oh, we haven't done that one yet. Yeah. Oh, okay,
1: uh, spoiler. Santa yeah. is in it.
0: Yeah, sorry, that's like a, a vignette one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a vignette. Um, I was going to say, if that was a fucking canon episode, actually, again, I'd believe it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. it could be canon. Everything's All canon. All bets are
0: off now. All of them. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with you, BT. For better or worse, what's a moment from Miracle on Evergreen Terrace that stands out to you?
2: I feel like in this one we got a good example of like fun jerk-ass Homer and also bad jerk-ass Homer. So him parking across two disabled spots and then getting out and dragging his leg, it's like... That's still pretty funny, and then when he's in the massive queue and he says, oh, Register 9 is now open, then just takes other people's stuff. That's, like, so outrageous, it is kind of funny.
0: I did love that, especially because, like, his excuses devolving, you know, sorry, this is recalled, this wasn't meant to go on the shelf, ooh, bop, like this.
2: Yeah, but to counterbalance that is when he's at, you know, at least he's playing the piano, and he just yells at him. Yeah. And it's like... I just, I get the point was, you know, he thinks she's just practicing some song instead of actually playing something appropriate, but it just, it really just came off as mean. See, than, I like
1: that joke because oh. I think it's one of those things where the music's diegetic, but you don't really think about it. You just think of it's just fitting mm. background music playing, and then Homer ruins the illusion.
0: You know it's- what? If it was Grandpa, I think I would have backed it, because it, it was a little girl, it felt, you know.
1: <laughs> well, Grandpa wasn't allowed in. They, yeah.
0: <laughs> remember? Yeah, that's true. Again, another jerk-ass win was just, Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah could have gone either way on that one.
1: Like, mm. I'm not saying I think what Homer did was morally the best no. thing, but I do like that it was, like, a subversion of your expectations, I guess.
0: No, I appreciate it, yeah, what you were saying mm. about the diegetic music and, because, um, yeah, the piano as well is creeping up in volume as he's making yeah. that speech, so, yeah. And it I just do, feels like yeah. a
1: very, like, tropey kind of thing that would play.
0: Oh, yeah, especially for a Christmas episode, that yeah. fucking major key bullshit. sorry i'll I'll try and back off on my cynicism a bit uh diana what stands out to you from this episode for better or worse i like that alex trebek was in it yeah guest star of this episode um i thought this was a really funny scene
1: i I just like the implication that everyone on jeopardy that loses money has to pay them
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's only fair
1: have you been keeping up with Jeopardy! news at all lately?
0: No. Oh, the whole debacle with trying to find a new host? No,
1: I'm um, the current champion on TV at the moment. Um. Oh, no. Like, the woman who has won the most money in Jeopardy! history is still mm-hmm. the current champion, and she's transgender. So, yeah, that's... Neat. Yeah, uh, she has like a 14 D total of like half a million or something. Ooh, so she would be...
2: Fuck. 14 she, days. This
1: I think sick. it's like that. I don't know if it's yeah, stats, yeah. but she would qualify for like one of those championship contests they do where like the highest grossing mm. people, which I think would mean that she'd be like, it's only ever been men who have done that. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. If, if only Alex Trebek was still alive and could see that. Yeah. But yeah. You picked the relevant episode for right now. <laughs> Christmas and Jeopardy is still going.
0: (laughs) They haven't cancelled Christmas (laughs) yet. (laughs) They haven't cancelled it. Despite that's the future the snowflakes want.
2: (laughs) Yeah, despite the war on Christmas, it's clearly happening every year.
1: I used to do Santa photography at a department store, and people Mm. would get pissed if you said anything about Merry Christmas. Like, no matter what. If you said Happy Holidays, it would be like, we're not in America, get out.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, That's Um, the um, other reason I should temper my uh, cynicism as well, because, yeah... I don't have to work in retail right now. <laughs> and uh, the whole fucking thing of like, I actually wish Australia would adopt Thanksgiving or just some fucking November holiday. So we Christmas could songs... Black Friday. Ugh, God. Even <laughs> if we made a bigger deal out of Black Friday and didn't have fucking Christmas music outside of December. like, uh, yeah. God.
1: Think about those poor retail workers. We should have Black Friday.
0: <laughs> yeah. Your playlist must suck right now, Beach.
2: Mm, oh, it does. They tried taking suggestions this year. I don't know if it's helped, but I did, you know, specifically ask for The Darkness, Don't Let the Bells End. That's a jam. And uh, if they don't play that, I'll just quit.
0: If you're
1: Australian, you have to say Mistress for Christmas by ACDC. That should be on someone's (laughs) fucking Christmas list.
0: Actually, we were talking about, yeah, The Waitresses last segment, Mm -hmm. and they do one of my, like, personal This Is Okay Christmas jams. Yeah, Christmas wrapping. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well. Yeah.
1: the only christmas thing i listen to is like it was some obscure like 80s 90s cassette that someone uploaded online where it was like kind of synth wave versions of christmas songs and no one's <laughs> heard of this album there's like no credited artist, but it's all online i will send you a link after this but yeah. it is it's good wow. some youtuber um lgr he did a video on it years ago, and it's been my Christmas tradition since then. <laughs> oh, that rules. Yeah, it's really good. And it's just like, there's no credited artist. It's just a cassette that he found in like a Goodwill store or something. <laughs> wow. But yeah, it is great.
0: <laughs> that's Yeah, that's crazy. That'd be awesome, because yeah, I'll need something to help break up the fucking endless stream of Buble and boil and fucking... <laughs>
1: Does it sound like... Oh, wow, you're getting
2: blue, blay, and Bloil. That's like the high-end shit, man.
1: All
0: I want for Christmas is you. (laughs) Oh. Uh, But what stands out to me from this episode, for better or worse? Yeah, I'm just going to say, and it's going to lead into the wackiness as well, I fucking love Bart's dream sequence here. Oh, yeah. That is just some of the smartest ways to incorporate... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Yeah, dreamlike...
2: Yeah, the outside world into dream logic when, you know, he's like sailing down the river and there's, you know, fountains going off. And I love the cheer squad at the end who's like, we're number one. (laughs) We're number one. Give me a pee.
0: Pee, pee, pee. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, the elephant, the rain, the Mm -hmm. guy with the fire hose going out of control. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. And so, yeah, I said it's leading into the wackiness. What are some other wacky moments that stood out to y'all?
2: Lisa mispronounces aluminium. What the fuck is with that?
0: We
1: don't talk about uh. Americans.
0: <laughs> What's she going to do? Write the date, month, day, year? <laughs>
2: As if.
1: See, I would have called it Chazwaza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's right.
2: But- we call everything Chazwaza, so...
0: Exactly, you're Chazwaza.
2: Yep. Well, there's another weird bit where, first of all, Flanders says, I have a 30-foot tree, you can have the top. Uh, but yeah. then Homer forgets his name. He calls him something else entirely. Like, Ted. Wait, what? What? Really, Ted. Uh, See, he yeah. says
1: Ted. I've always liked that Bird because he always has called him Flanders and i just like to imagine that yeah. Homer has never quite known Flanders' first name or you know, sure. he called it Crandall forever. So, yeah,
0: know. true. <laughs> but, true, you know. true. Yeah, the whole sequence though with Barton, the fire engine as well. This is, yeah, to me a great sort of, yeah, dominoes falling Rube Goldberg, how it ends up in this situation that yeah the stupid kid couldn't just fucking wait two more hours as well Mm
1: -hmm. i've always hated that because like if you're asleep that time doesn't you know matter yeah yeah you're basically like i'm going to wake up early just so i can inconvenience myself and get in trouble later yeah
2: Mm. it is weird especially like if they want him to not do that just hide them i guess or say if you open anything early we'll take it back or yeah.
1: we have cameras there and we'll yeah. we'll kill you if you do it. <laughs> That's what the Elf on the Shelf bar. is now, see? Yeah. Um, to, not to get too far ahead of what would we change, but I've always kind of wished that Bart didn't deliberately try to like wake up and he just accidentally mm-hmm. wo- woke up because maybe he naturally just had to pee, because we've all been there and yep. he can't go back to sleep because no kid wants to go back to sleep that early on Christmas. Yeah, I think his yeah. plan is stupid, but it could have been better done.
0: I think it helps sort of sell the guilt and heart around it as well. Mm. I I agree. It's a bit too, I don't know, conniving of Bart. But
1: what's his end goal? Okay, he plays with it for two hours, and then his family sees him do it, and then he'll get in trouble.
0: Well, the, I think I'd sort of lent into with like how he just slices the envelope open, mm. and then uh, how he like delicately opens the present, and gets too mm. excited and gets too ahead of himself because well, he's actually a little um little dumb kid.
1: Two of my older brothers, um, who we don't talk anymore, I'll put it that way, but when they were kids, um, apparently they had unwrapped Christmas presents, like, weeks in advance, and they they had, like, unlocked everything in a bunch of Super Nintendo games before mm -hmm. Christmas even started. (laughs) And wow. no one knew because they were just playing it. They unwrapped everything and rewrapped it back up so carefully and played it every
0: night. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, so props that's to the That's next level, Yeah, that takes some dedication. The kids don't
1: do that. Like, Bart wouldn't have had time to do that.
0: No, definitely. But yeah, the whole sequence, like, with the fire engine and, like, the compounding lights as well, that was, yeah, foreshadowed with Homer's craptacular Christmas lights display. This whole thing works for me. This is... And especially just how it melts into that circle. Yeah. And the callback to that fucking weird toy did either of you ever have yeah, that. Yeah, kind of mooing
2: yeah. cup thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, I know of them.
0: And that you can still have a joke with this like harrowing disaster bit where it's just <laughs> into the thing. It's mm-hmm. so good.
1: And I, I love the joke immediately after where Marge is like, did you hear something? And yeah. Homer makes that same noise. Yeah. But I do feel like he, you know, extra beat, he was basically like, yeah, just so much to shut up.
0: Yeah, my note there was lamb gargling, Homer gargling, perfect, and then knock it off, too far. Uh, what about the heart of this episode? You know, just talking about how Bart ruins Christmas. How do you think they landed the heart?
2: Yeah, I mean, I like the first bite where he's looking at all their, you know, sad faces on Christmas morning, and the love makes him lie. That's uh, that's actually kind of nice, in a mm. you know weird way. It kind of doesn't weigh on him much for the rest of the episode. I guess by the time he confesses, they're all in the lie together, but eh, it doesn't seem to be much of the thrust for the rest of the episode that you know, he did this.
0: I don't know. I thought they, like, hung on his guild a fair bit with...
2: Sorry, I didn't mean that, yeah. I mean the after he confesses, it's not really on him anymore is what I meant.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, where it becomes the shared lie. I thought Mm. they handled it really clunkily.
1: Yeah, Yeah. like, they should have just said we found out two minutes ago, not we found out after we spent all the money.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right? I don't don't know how, like, we'll get to it and what would you change? But, yeah, Mm. that was certainly the bit where I was like, yeah, fix that. 25 year old episode um (laughs) but yeah i I thought just tailing on from that anyway i thought them hanging on bart's guilt throughout the episode had had some really powerful moments and you know (laughs) we keep talking about how new um, new simpsons feel so empty and so without any sound and ambient track every time there was something happening and sort of zooming in on bart or you'd see bart in the background in his face like Mm -hmm. i think this episode really did pay attention to his guilt throughout the course of the episode
2: yeah, and the hip, it's all on jet skis and it's like that's not as fun as it looks. Nothing could be that fun.
0: <laughs> I like the Simpsons as well with uh, outside the Flanders. Let's pretend we have cross country skis. That that bit tickles me.
2: Well, just yeah, and then going back to being miserable as soon as they're out of sight. That that seems to say
0: a lot. <laughs> and then like, let's spread some joy to the old folks home. <laughs> Pharmacist uh, came by.
2: <laughs> you'd say they'd be miserable. Yeah, yeah. Jasper can't feel anything below his beard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God, neither can I. So, yeah, uh, just to, uh, circling back to the whole uh, when it comes out and, you know, Bart uh, confesses. So Diana, did you have some thoughts on how that played out?
1: Yeah, I I liked the emotional moments, I guess. It's just like BT said, once the family's involved, it kind of loses that. Mm. I did like the guilt with the uh, orphans and the, the vitamin yeah. money. Like, it was Patches so thickly violent. laid. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I like it. Um I like that Barn has to describe the criminal, and he's basically just saying he had two hooks for hands, he was carrying a bag with a dollar sign. Uh
2: And anything distinct. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That being said, the entire episode could be avoided if he just buried it in the backyard.
0: Yeah, Yeah. true.
1: You know, Uh, hindsight, but you know.
0: I guess the front door was closer, but you know, who designed this house? (laughs) Um, But ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Are these the characters we know and love? Is this a show we know and love?
2: I mean, Bart being mischievous and ruining things and having a guilt trip. I think it's maybe, and even the conclusion of um, everyone just deciding to steal their stuff back to forgive The Simpsons. That feels very, you know, Simpsons and very Springfield. I feel like something just gets a little lost after they all get involved in the lie and the conclusion. I don't know what. Even just them going to buy a new car feels a little off. Yeah. It's like, why? You have two perfectly good ones.
1: You need three cars, let's face it. Three cars for two adults.
0: Three cars in every home. Or at least if it was somewhat different and stupid, like if they did buy a Hummer or some dumb shit like that.
2: Oh, like the same car, but instead of being, you know, light pink, it's silver.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I'd say in that respect, it feels very season nine Simpsons where mm. it does have a bit of these, oh, fuck it, whatever, let's just say Mo sort of endings.
2: Yeah, there's something just not quite as sharp about it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, people have often said, you know, why would you include season nine in the classic era? I argue that there's enough episodes in there to justify that and also, you know, kind oh, of work. I have a reason. Um, yeah,
2: I've got it here. Uh, shut up. That's why.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> oh, BT. you always In the context BT.
1: of like 33 or 34 seasons, this is classic. Yeah. That's the best way to look at it.
0: Well, no, that's the thing. Like, the overall ranks do drop severely and surprisingly between 8 and 9. But, yeah, it's under 10, so. <laughs>
1: I still think the gap between 8 and 9 is smaller than the gap between 9 and 10. I think 9 and 10 is a much sharper drop in quality.
0: Is that right?
1: 9 feels closer to classic than... 10 does to feel like season nine i guess
0: yeah it's oh on a, on our average rankings like yeah, if your
1: averages are wrong let's face it <laughs> <laughs> season seven is the best season that's easy not season what do you put there five
0: no see seven's the top um, okay because
1: i remember it wasn't for a while
0: no it flipped around like it was six for the longest time but then fucking the another clip simpsons show. clip shot yeah <laughs> absolutely tanked that anyway uh, yes or no would you watch this episode again
2: yeah, Yeah, maybe. Later. Well, give me some time between it.
0: Yeah, same. And I think this episode also, oh, sorry, I was going to say this with um feeling like an episode. This is always just going to live in Marge Be Not Proud's shadow and that we're doing yeah. another Bart guilt Christmas story, albeit it's a different angle on it. It's and just... this one
1: also has try and save in it. That's where Homer mm-hmm. goes ah.
0: shopping. Oh, good point. Playlist. What are some other Simpsons episodes that would pair nicely with this one?
2: Appearances of poor Violet. She does show up again somewhere.
0: Yeah. yep. Yeah. Patches uh, and, and Paul Violet,
2: and I do really like the joke of they start throwing tomatoes and then move to pumpkins, and someone <laughs> throws a pineapple on a string through their window. Yep. Yeah, things being thrown through the window playlist.
0: Yep. we saw the brick one uh, yesterday. Oh, it's another. We an got ender. An ender. Yeah, <laughs> and the uh, support and against rocks. Yep, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember if that's a good episode or not, but I liked that. No, bit.
2: but that bit was good. Yeah, mm. uh, I Thanks. think that was the art thief one.
0: What about when Ralph's like, "I'm a brick"? Oh yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Actually, I'd say good Ralph one-liners as well. Hi, liar!
1: Yeah, I like that. I don't like a lot of the stuff after The Family Are All Pariahs, but I like that joke. Mm -hmm. Because Ralph, I like Ralph when he's not just a, isn't it funny, he's stupid, and this caused some kind of probably brain damage or mental health issue with him or something like that. Like, look, he's in the back of the bus with the toxic fumes. I don't Mm. like those, but I like it when he's just... Like, just so naive around with the world around him, I guess. Yeah, yeah and this s- is simple
0: good. and earnest, I think, is his best qualities. Also, yeah.
1: this would go on the playlist of Property of Ned Flanders.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Oh, to me, the sequence of when they were taking their... Because I agree, I don't like much of it when they do become pariahs and how mean everyone is to him. Not because they're mean, but just mm. the material's not super great. But, like, when they're taking the stuff back from The Simpsons... I love all of that. And that yeah. Ned is stealing his own barbecue back. Or Lenny's stealing the burning log. Oh, fuck, that's good. Why is comic book guy putting the cutlery down the front of his pants? Where else would you put it? <laughs> that's not, it's like, a just... lot
2: of men's clothing doesn't actually have pockets. They're just fake.
0: Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Big okay. pocket right in the front. Oh, maybe he likes his, it. His I shouldn't big be so dick judgy. is
1: protecting himself. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe he has just, yeah, a really callous stick. Or um, well, he's yeah. <laughs> like,
1: maybe he's into it, you know?
0: <laughs> Some knife play. Um, but also, yeah, Alex Trebek as well, just stealing a bunch of canned goods. This is good.
2: Yeah, it's a good way to bring him back. And again, he doesn't say anything, he's just there. It works. Yeah.
0: How
1: did he get there so quickly? Because they were just leaving Jeopardy and they were driving back to Springfield and everyone was stealing everything.
0: Mm. Oh, that's true. Well, I mean. Unless he's got... there's
1: two Alex Trebek's.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, he's got Alex Trebek money, you know? Yeah. He's...
1: Oh he doesn't. Marge stole it all. She <laughs> took the 5,200.
0: Uh, he's got fifty-two hundreds from a lot of dumb contestants over the years. He's, I'm sure he's got enough to, yeah, get himself a rocket-powered car and a solid gold house. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. Uh, yeah, and I, and I just do love the sentiment that Mo was like, well, we didn't really want to keep being mad at you, so, yeah, we mm. did that. I think that really brings yeah. it together.
2: There's a nice undermining of the Christmas spirit on that one. It's not just, oh, we'll forgive you. It's like, oh, we hated being mad at you, so we just stole your stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know, bringing it back to the heart, I fucking love the washcloth ending. I think that is perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's weird no one took the curtains. You'd think...
0: I thought about that, yeah.
1: (laughs) And the light bulb was missing, but not when they did the zoom out of the house and all the lights turned on.
0: Oh, Claire's, did you ever notice this corner? Yeah.
1: It's lazy writing, honestly. Now, the show's probably <laughs> going to get cancelled any after this episode.
0: Yep. <laughs> what dare we say? But yeah, that it was started out as a, you know, typical Homer-Bart stupid boorish fight and then Marge mm-hmm. gets to be a little cheeky. as that... Besides, yeah. it's mine. Like, oh, it's That's so cute. Nice.
2: And just while we're in the Claire's, did you ever notice this corner... Uh, that's not old Jewish
0: man's voice. What the hell? Yes. It was from oh. the
1: retirement home drugs. So they changed his voice a little.
0: Yeah, must have. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, you know, no episode is perfect. We like to talk about what would change. BT, what would you like to change?
2: Just a general tightening of the dogs. Specifics, I don't really know. But there's just, a, I find something else to do once Bart confesses, I think. I think that them being prized is kind of the weakest point. Mm. I'm not entirely sure what, but something else. Yeah, just make with a laugh, laugh.
0: All right, Diana, what would you like to change?
1: I would have them not buy the car and find some other way to waste money. I'm sure there's a million ways to do it. Um, For real. You know, the car was pointless. You know, even if they just went on a holiday and came back and were like, huh, nothing changed, and that was, like, something...
0: I just had an idea, yeah, because I was thinking what I'd change is just, I had an idea again, maybe they do try and buy, like, more elaborate presents that also then catch fire. I don't, I don't know. It's not my best idea that I've had for this had show. But.
2: They have to lose whatever it is. So it either has to be something that, yeah, is an experience and therefore they can't get a refund for it or has, you know, self-destructed in some way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um... And yeah, like, because I, I do like that Bart, like, is then feeling guilty about the money and trying to push them not to do... So, like, I really wish that was sort of hammered in a bit more. And yeah, like we were saying before, that from Bart confessing to them turning into town paraises happened so quickly and so clunkily. And Kent Brockman just turns the town against them, essentially, as well. I don't love that. And it's not a comment on anything. But I mean, having said that, one of my favorite running bits of the episode is... Uh, the presents, and I love like they keep hammering in on the little the yellow sweater. Yeah. And when <laughs> like Kent and put
2: Br- that yellow sweater down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then when Kent mentions it as well, uh there will be mm-hmm. no yellow sweater for Lisa and she just kind of looks like annoyed, it's like <laughs> so that yellow sweater as well with her complexion would look weird.
1: But mm. I never understood that when the tree is burning you can see the sleeve of a yellow sweater. Yeah. So did the wrapping paper burn I but guess. not the sweater? This sweater was made of asbestos. Mm. So.
0: <laughs> they built close to last in the nineties. Sure, yeah, they killed the you, but <laughs> and yeah, and I love the little returning bit of there will be no Cajun sausage for Homer, and then when they dig the thing up, it's like Bart's fire truck, little Lisa's sweater, little Homer's sausage. Like yeah, <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah, do not
1: Google little Homer's sausage. <laughs> you get something you else.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, we are here. Diana, do you have any other notes?
1: Yeah, I I like the joke at the beginning where Homer just keeps hitting like the heater, yeah. and it starts snowing in the car.
0: Yeah, while yeah. it's not snowing outside. Yeah, it's yeah, good visual. I like
1: that. I like the bloody spearheads that yeah. Bart has.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is great. Christmas it's trees
2: a- for the girls, bloody spearheads for Bart.
1: Yeah, and it's like you know, boys get math and girls get experiences. <laughs> See, it's same playlist.
0: <laughs> oh God.
1: I like the fact that with the fire truck, this is Bart when he actually feels like a kid. Yeah. Mm. It's not too often we get like that kind of stuff. The kids are either, they are just small adults there. This is the kind of thing a kid could believably do. Yeah. A kid could fuck up Christmas for everyone the same way. (laughs)
0: That's to me, yeah, is what helps sell the guilt later because you feel like, yeah, this is something that could happen to a kid, that they get so caught up in this lie and they didn't want to let down their family and they know they acted selfishly. That's what really works for this.
1: And I like the, with the Tickle Me crusty. it's saying like, hey, Bart, look at my Tickle Me crusty," and Milhouse just gets a snowball thrown at him and it was Homer. (laughs) I've always loved it. Yeah, it's Mm.
0: such a good misdirect, yeah.
1: I like when Homer is coming home from Moe's and Marge is like, you have to come in. It's a miracle. And he says, yeah. I don't want to hear about that silver polish. <laughs> it's so great. It's. Yeah, I actually didn't
0: mind drunk Homer misinterpreting everybody as well in that yeah. Yeah.
3: Your home, Your house is
2: on TV. You take
3: that. Uh, you.
1: Also,
0: first time I ever noticed this, did you get a look at the
1: name of a car dealership? No, No, no I did not. It was Cliff's Car Chalet or KKC. Oh. But it's Cliffs with a K and Car with a K. <laughs> and
2: then they're like, "Oh so they, wait.
1: <laughs> but they could just, like, you know, it's pretty lazy, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. You only see it for, like, a few seconds.
0: It's no need speed and seed.
1: This one makes sense. Holy chucks. <laughs> uh, that's basically it. And I also said I like the stupid, like, Homer yelling at Lisa about that stupid song. Yeah. And I'm just repeating it because you guys do not have good taste, apparently. <laughs> Oof.
0: Well, we'll see when we do our final notes. Yes,
2: this was Diana's last episode with us. Uh, really <laughs> well, you've done
1: like every episode by like six. True, um, yeah, true. And I have been promised a return of that 90s show eventually. Mm-hmm.
0: On our Patreon, more about that later. Exclusive. Exclusive. BT, any yep. other notes? <laughs> you need to
2: actually say the things. People know why I'm talking now. Bart versus the end table when he kind of bumps his elbow on it and tackles it. No, no, mm. I enjoyed that. And the fact that it's then not in the next shot. Um, ah, yeah. When Brockman's all like, well, while you're eating your succulent turkey tonight, I hope you all choke just a, just little, a bit. little bit. Just <laughs> a little bit. He's an intense dude. Yeah. Uh, the salesman just jabbing Bart with a pen to get him to shut up and then just doing it for fun. Yeah.
0: I, kind of it. <laughs> I actually, yeah. When uh, Homer's buying the car as well, is this fifteen thousand dollars? And he like just rubs it out with his sure. sleep. It is now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do a Gil joke in the car dealership because this was around the time he was yeah. making it.
0: I think he was still new. I don't think I'd like, sort of. Well, he
1: was still new, but yeah. like because the neck very next season was him with the Canyon Yeah, yeah. So they already had that set in place and.
2: Yeah, true. Yeah, when the car's spinning out and everyone's shouting suggestions like, everyone, one at a time, please, Lisa. In that are yeah. kind of polite, what's your suggestion, sweetie? Uh, and then also uh, cars exploding unnecessarily playlist.
0: Oh, yeah, because it explodes under the ice water. <laughs>
2: yep. Uh, and Lisa's- Homer
0: getting smacked in the face with that fish. Oh, so good.
2: Uh, when Lisa's choking Bart he's like Lisa no your hands are too small and weak
0: again that's another one with playing with the expectations you're assuming Homer's gonna why you little this one and like that Lisa does it's good
2: yeah Uh, do you have anything to say to the burglar who stole Christmas Uh, well one of the things we want to say is you sure do exist
0: (laughs) ah hello jerk (laughs) Uh,
2: there's a newspaper which is like angry mob ponders options (laughs) I missed that and they're all like well the important thing is we have each other we would have had that anyway
0: and that's the spirit of Christmas. Besides the birth of Santa, mm-hmm. um, when everyone's donating, I love the jokes that. Yeah, again, uh, good fish jokes in this episode. <laughs> sea captain just throws in, a, yeah, a flapping little cod, <laughs> and Mister Burns. Does anybody have change for a button? Yeah. See, I never for liked sure. that joke because oh, it really? feels like,
1: yeah, because it's. I like a good Mr. Burns joke, but it's just not one. Um, Because it feels like Mr. Burns is so cheap, but like Mm. a button is like too far. Like, if it was, does anyone have change for a dime or something like that?
0: Well, I think that's part of the Mr. act that works for Mm. me because, yeah, he's holding up a tiny coin so you know it's already not going to be much. And then that he says button is like, oh, surprising.
1: Maybe it's just because I've seen this episode like 400 times. (laughs) True. It's It's just, I know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. And yeah, just before they do crash, they pointlessly passed by Barney in the Plow King truck yeah. I, yeah. yeah, what was that? It didn't need to be there. Barney didn't say anything. It did nothing.
1: It was just set up that he still has the Plow King. Yeah. So that way we'll yeah. know when we play The Simpsons Road Rage and The Simpsons <laughs> Hidden Run
0: that, Now available yeah. for GBA <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, it's time to rant this thing. BT I'm
2: going to go with a bronze. It's coherent and there are some jokes that got a nice little that you know, got the air out of my nose uh, but only a few like real good solid What a laughs. compliment.
0: <laughs> you breathed.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: It's rare.
0: Um, usually you die watching this. Yeah, usually I'm choking on my own rage here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not this time. I could breathe. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, just just needs some tightening. I feel like half the episode kind of lags a little bit and uh, yeah, there's no major problems I want to fix. It's just an overall vibe. Diana.
1: I would say silver. This is kind of what I think of as like definitive silver because it is so it is middling, but it has the classic era to it. It has enough good jokes, it just it doesn't stick to landing. It it is a lot of good things that are just not completed in the most satisfactory mm. way possible. But this still feels like Classic Simpsons. You can tell there's a energy to it, the pacing of the jokes, it's all It's all classic, it's just it disappoints you a little. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say it's silver, it's just good, but not great.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I can't remember if we were talking about this on or off record, but we're just sort of saying, uh, I think, Diana, you brought up, you'd sort of take the Funzo episode and Skinner's Sense Mm -hmm. of Snow over this one. And I totally agree. And sort of saying before, yeah, top five Simpsons Christmas episodes, that'd put it pretty comfortably as the fifth best for me. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm going with a silver as well. You call it generous Christmas spirit or whatever, because I certainly get the bronze ranking. But mm-hmm. there's just enough good material and enough heart that I like in this episode. And, like, it's one where I'm, yeah, giving a lot of props to the animation, the storytelling of it all. Even though, BT, I agree, it, it could use a lot more laugh-laugh. Like... Even Marge uh, Be Not Proud, that is such a heavy emotional episode, but Mm. fuck it is relentless with its direct telling as well. Like, this one just doesn't have that feel.
1: I feel like you have to look at this episode without comparing it to Marge Be Not Proud, because that's just an unfair comparison. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, On its own, it's good.
0: And honestly, if we're comparing it to Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire, it's not even the same category. You know, they do... So much different, but I think it just similarly enough because we're dealing with a Bart guilt story. All right, well that'll equal a dull silver. This will be the third episode from season nine to get a dull silver. It'll be joining the principal and the pauper and trash of the titans.
1: No, pretty good but flawed episodes. Yeah, Yeah.
0: no, definitely. I think it's uh, it is in the right spot. Mm. All that considered. All right, well, look, that brings us to the end of the Simpsons Index for this week. Diana, thank you so much for joining us. No, I'm
1: glad to be here. It's, I have been listening to this podcast almost as long as it's been a thing, which is <laughs> scary to think about. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm really happy to be back here, especially when we're wrapping up and all the good episodes are taken, so I get to be miserable. <laughs> it's getting tricky, yeah. Yeah, but it's worth it to talk about how good that 90s show is mm-hmm. <laughs> i better not hate that episode when i rewatch it i better not just think it's <laughs> the biggest piece of shit in the world yeah. it's got a
2: lot of hype around it now but uh, hey we'll yeah. find out soon enough
1: but yeah um i'm glad to be back and i'm glad that i get to promote my youtube channel which mm-hmm. might be in the description for this and we'll... yeah what is yeah. that channel it's uh just freezer f-i-e-e-z-e-r like the appliance based on a nickname from 10 years ago that i can never separate myself from and i don't want to get into the origin again but i think i mentioned it last time sure (laughs) it's to do with dragon ball and i'll leave it at that and that's the least cringe part of it there's a lot more (laughs) but yeah i have a lot of videos out there and i'm actually in the middle of editing together a review of far cry 2 which is a great game from 13 years ago it's miserable and it's fun, like the Simpsons Index when you talk about season <laughs> 15 episodes.
0: Yeah. But, no, it, it's been really wonderful to um, watch you develop this channel over the last few months as well. You, um, you made me do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did force her. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. Um, it's one of those things I, I don't know, apparently I am decent enough to listen to. I don't know, I sound like a robot. Someone told me I sound, and they weren't being mean, but they hmm. told me that I sound like the voice at the beginning of Super Metroid. Oh. Where, <laughs> where it's like the galaxy is at peace, you know, if the last Metroid was defeated. Yeah. That line, apparently I sound like that. So I'll take it as a compliment. I,
2: hey, there are worse things to be compared to. I'm unfamiliar with that dialogue, yeah. but yeah. yeah. No,
1: I've been called much worse things in my life, so. <laughs> No, this is, I'm just happy to be here. It's better to advertise myself here than the disgusting thing I did last night, which was advertise myself on Reddit.
0: So, oh, Yeah. That's, that wasteland this this which is we haven't dealt dirty. with, yeah.
1: <laughs> this is less dirty.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I think you're really carving out a really interesting and original sphere in the video games journalism and reviews era. You're tackling mm. a lot of subjects that people don't really talk about, you know.
2: And like platforms, not a lot of people cover. Yeah
0: exactly and you know who else is going to fucking come to the defense of balan wonderland
1: i love balan oh, <laughs> Love a strong word i played balan on switch and i don't think it's the most miserable thing i enjoyed it yeah. i would not recommend the switch version but i did grow up on like n64 ocarina of time so i can handle a shit frame rate
0: yeah oh, <laughs> but and most your... people can't oh and your ocarina video the other day was just yeah. great the 3ds yeah one. And,
1: uh, the 3ds game is good and i will tackle majora's mask 3ds which I fucking hate, but I've still 100%ed the 3DS version twice. Wow. And I've 100%ed the N64 version about four or five times. And the yes. first time I played Majora's Mask was like seven years ago. So it's not like not even like a childhood game. Mm. I used to play it like once or twice a year.
3: Mm.
1: It's my favorite non-Hitman game. Mm. But I'm looking forward, I'm doing my first Game Boy game next week and first Game Boy Advance game the week after. Oh, wonderful. Which are two games you won't give a shit about, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, once I port them to Switch, I'll get on board.
1: (laughs) One of them is on Switch. Um, All right. Final Fantasy Adventure, which is the prequel to Secret of Mana.
2: All right. right.
1: Basically, it's more like Zelda, than it is Secret of Mana. Yeah. And it's good. It's on Game Boy and then it was ported to Switch in the collection.
0: I did not know that. Well, yeah, if you want to check out more of that, yeah, I'll drop the link into... You better. That's uh, the only
1: reason I came here.
0: <laughs> into the notifications and I'll do yeah, social media posts and all that. Um, but BT, uh, mm-hmm. another link I'll drop into the descriptions if people want to hear more of us
2: yes they can go to patreon.com sidequeststudios for everything we do but you can also find us on pretty much any podcatcher that you can name you can check out our other shows uh, which include thrones of game where we watch game of thrones backwards that's now complete and elliot is the only person in the entire universe to have only watched game of thrones backwards you don't know that <laughs> oh i know that i checked i asked everyone individually And of course, and I wrote a script for this because I'm really tired of getting it wrong. Our other (laughs) other podcast is our audio drama podcast, Pulp Fury Radio, which features all original stories across a range of classic pulp genres like horror, mystery, fantasy, and noir. If you're tired of the ordinary and want to podcast... God damn. I want a podcast with some thrills and suspense, then check out Pulp Fury Ra- Radio. Available at pulpfuryradio.com radio.com or on all good podcatches, and I still found a way to fuck it up. <laughs> hey,
1: but what if I have too much money and I want to give it to people that talk about The Simpsons? Is there a way I can do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Definitely.
0: Patreon.com slash SideQuest Studios, and for the price of a cup of coffee at a cafe not at your home, whatever. Uh, for 5 bucks, you can unlock all of uh, our 40-plus shows that uh, we've got exclusive to that platform right now. We put out a new podcast every week, including mm-hmm. our flagship show, Except When He's Not, where we're showing BT all the episodes of The Simpsons that he missed when we put him on the index proper. And, yeah, we've been in talks. Diana, we'll get you back into... Because BT wasn't there when we did that ninety yep. show. I think it'd be good if we uh, had you there for that exclusive podcast, so... Yes. You just
1: need to have a podcast for all the episodes BT was here for and invite someone else. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Until then, once again, thank you both so much for joining me today. Thank you, Diana.
1: Happy to be here. It's, I was less mad than I thought I would be considering I went into this knowing we'd be talking about the middle episode. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm not angry.
0: And it wasn't the best of classic era episodes, but yeah. No, nice but to... it,
1: it was a palate cleanser. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Every
1: episode disappointed me a little and <laughs> impressed me a little. That's the best way to put it.
0: That's the theme of this week. Yeah. <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. BT, thank you very much as always. lady you chuzz <laughs> And I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house.
2: Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at Simpsons Index on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes.
0: That's all the washcloth in the house. I have mustard. (laughs) They took my mustard. (laughs) Anyway. All good there, Peach?
2: Yeah, I just thought I heard like, a like a like my washing machine on, which it isn't, so I don't know oh. why I thought I could hear that, but, eh, Phantom, Rogue, it washing machines. It
1: was the machines. ghost of your washing machine. What? Yeah. Ghost uh, in the
0: washing machine, not <laughs> a terrible sequel.
2: Ghost of washing past, you know, that kind of thing. It is creepy. I'm
1: surprised there aren't more, like, creepy pastas about buying, like, a washing machine at a garage sale.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: You're finding someone's old sock in it, and the sock is haunted.
0: <laughs> it's the washing machine that makes socks, ah. <laughs> rather than takes them away.
2: You have so many. Okay.
0: There's some bonusing content. <laughs> That's the one thing I wanted to know. What are these things that the security guards are holding? They look like beaver tails?
2: Yeah, they're blackjacks. They're basically, they show up in a lot of cartoons where you just thonk someone in the back of the head. with them. Remember in uh, the Deep Space Homer episode where the guy keeps yeah. knocking people out with one? Yeah, it's usually and called a blackjack.
1: Blackjack um, is also the weapon for the thief games, mm-hmm, the yep. old 90s uh, stealth games that are amazing. And yep. I'm guessing Elliot's never played.
0: I actually uh, PlayStation Plus had uh, Hitman 2 that's Um, good
1: but you should play Thief they're all games that are they're older than the first one's 1998 the second one's 2000 and then the third one is like 03 and then they did like a a a shitty reboot Um, we don't talk about it but the first two uh, arguably the first three are really good games
0: yeah, sorry. I, I know you said thief, and I heard Hitman I because you're usually That's okay. talking about I love Hitman. Hitman.
1: <laughs> as I said on Twitter, Majora's Mask is my favorite non-Hitman video game, and your opinions upset me.
0: Fuck! <laughs> I had people coming after me for that. It's one. the what best fucking expect? game.
2: You're talking Zelda, of course. You had people coming after Majora's
0: Mask. Out. I mean, yeah, people... but in the thing, I also said um, I don't think I've played one that I hated. But if I had to See, say I have. Oh, the <laughs> point, <laughs> not the point. Yeah, no. Major is rank with one and two with games that just didn't click with me.
1: <laughs> Zelda one sucks, so I'm 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 used to people hating me, and I don't like Wind Waker, but mm. I still main tune Link in Smash Bros. I think the tune style in Zelda is amazing. I just think Wind mm-hmm. Waker is one third of a good game <laughs> with more padding than like a, a Simpsons episode from season twenty. It's-
0: yeah, well, that didn't originally click with me on the GameCube, but the Wii U version, like with the better fast travelling in the sale like I don't know yeah. that I would have enjoyed it either if it was just the Gamecube one.
1: Uh, I think the Gamecube one looks better but it is a worse experience. They turned the bloom up too high.
0: Mm. Um, but yeah, blackjacks. This was a fucking hard thing to Google right now because <laughs> Blackjack
2: <laughs> weapon. That's all you got to do.
0: Yeah. So the terms blackjack, kosh and sap refer to any short, easily concealed club weapons consisting of a dense, often lead weight attached to the end of a short shaft used as a bludgeon
2: lead oof
0: yeah so so yeah it's like some leather leather coated lead Mm -hmm. that'll do it that'll do the job we're about to work much over with it it's like (laughs) but yeah i love that as yeah she runs away well she ain't getting the home version (laughs) good shit